It was fucking icebox when I walked in. on the doctrine of Christ. <laughs> Could you imagine? No. I'm, I'm really thinking of finding Jesus, though, after my past week, but we almost had to flee from a fire again. This was the worst one. It there got... was a fire this morning. It looked like over under 880, uh, but every day there's been one somewhere in the bay. It was scary. This one was East really bay. scary. Um, it got within like six football fields of our house which is really close yeah and uh the cal fire was on it really quick thankfully but for more than two hours we had helicopters literally flying over our backyard um Mm -hmm. there's a pond nearby that they were gathering water to dump and all the neighbors were outside we all watered our properties down everyone was ready to evacuate if need be they blocked all of our um community off at the bottom of the hill because a hell of people mm. were driving up to try and to look watch. all the news bands were trying to interview people and yeah. so the professionals as my dad likes to call them <laughs> blocked everybody off you couldn't get up the hill unless you showed your license like and, your address huh? yeah that makes it, sense though. it was scary it was really scary it made me realize that we need to have a better evacuation plan when it comes to the animals yeah because we were running around like crazy people trying to catch the cats and it was a lot yeah so. i didn't know there was a pond up there that's a good thing that would that's comforting to know mm-hmm. that there's a water source you know yep. other than hydrants like close by yeah it's at some um facility i guess yeah so that was just rough but thankfully didn't burn the house down yeah we're good um, my neighbor across the street is like me, she, you know, we fear the worst. So mm-hmm. it was like dumb and dumber sitting next to each other. No, I'd have been like, <laughs> go in your fucking house, go inside and turn something on. Her, her boyfriend came home, her longtime living boyfriend. She's older. She's like neighborhood mom. And he comes home and he's like, look at my new glasses. And she goes, you're not going to need them. We're all going to die anyways. <laughs> that shit was so funny. Go I fell out. fucking house now. <laughs> That shit was so funny. God, the last person you need to be talking to. Right? I was like, I'm going back home. Give me a Coke. She always has, you know, fridges. Popsicles and sodas. Everything. Yeah. The kids always tell me that she is fully stocked. She's like the neighborhood mom. Grandma's the best. God. Yeah. And then I had a close a close friend at one point um, died. Your, uh, your age? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, a guy... I don't want to say too much because the you know a lot of people were just notified about it yesterday but oh. um it wasn't natural. Yeah. Um I I think drugs were involved but um you know after my long-term relationship before Mark and there was about a year and a half period before I met Mark and those, you know that was like my hardcore drunk slut party years and uh like club age and stuff. Yeah, and we actually, I lived with my friend Steph and her boyfriend Guillermo. We had an apartment together, and then in the same complex, another building, lived this guy friend, 
and another guy friend of ours. And they were all, these are all um, Steph's husband's best friends for a long time. Oh, okay. So we would get drunk and they would call it the redneck stomp because, you know, I don't like to wear shoes. <laughs> and we would just get drunk and like stomp between apartments and have, you know, fish fries and play That's dominoes. Fun. It was to a, have a new, I've never a had blast. a neighbor that like um, I've known or, you know, like been friends with, like got really acquainted to. We anything. went to horse races. We, Oh God, we just had a blast. And, um, do they still hang out with him? Like yeah, present day? Yeah. Steph and Guillermo are still really close to him. He actually lives like two blocks from me. Oh wow. Yeah. And I had recently talked to him about, cause we have girls that are the same age about, you know, because the kids don't really have neighborhood friends. Mm -hmm. So I had talked to him about, you know, the girls getting together and hanging out and we just never did it. And it's just a big loss. And that one, it hurts. That one hurts. Yeah. I'm really sad for the kids. And he was like the life of the party, always funny. So a lot of people, I'm sure, are very sad about his passing. Yeah, that's sad. Sucks. It does suck. How did you find out? Oh, from, from your friends? Mm-hmm. I was, woke that up. That still close to him? Or yeah. Whatever? The next morning, Steph mm. called me crying. And I, I just knew it was something bad. Yeah. She don't cry and she don't call me at seven in the morning. That's unfortunate. I know. I know. His kids. I just feel so bad for the kids. Yeah. It's pretty shitty. Well, hopefully. I mean, I, it sucks. I don't know what to say. I'm one of those I know. People, you can't I say don't really, you know, there's nothing I can say that like. Right. Even when I'm trying to comfort somebody that's grieving, I always start with. There's nothing I can say yeah, to make you feel there better. there really isn't. It's sad, and I'm really sorry, but, like, yeah, I know. Fuck. I kind of get awkward sometimes because yeah. I, I don't want to say the wrong thing. Yeah, I'm that person that, um, in that meme that pets you with the broom. Yeah. And it's like, they're there. I'm, like, I get really weird. Yeah. I'm, like, I don't want to hug you or anything, but I hope you feel better. Yeah, yeah. It, it's a really yeah. awkward thing, for sure. That's a good word. Um. I know people have good intentions, but don't go with the people that are like, they're with God now. They're in a better place. Those ones bug me a lot. <laughs> I know they mean well, but yeah. I'm like, I wish my grandma was still here, bitch, not up there yeah, or wherever, I know, I know. you know, people believe they go. Uh, I just, I'm not good at comforting anyone. Like no matter what, even if it's not a death, even if it's just like heartbreak or whatever, if yeah. you're my, my instinct is usually to talk shit like, Oh, well fuck that person or whatever, yeah. you know, to try to get you off the sad yeah. emotion. But in, in situations with death, you can't really say that unless someone else is responsible or something, you know, yeah. but I'm. Yeah, comforting others is not my strong point. My answer to everything is, do you want to smoke cigarettes with me? Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> I just smoke hella cigarettes. Oh, seriously. It's a really nice day out. It is. It's really pretty. I was surprised when I came outside. We had some pretty good weather. It was warm yesterday, too. Yeah, good weather this week. Um, not that we get to really enjoy it. No. <laughs> I don't really come outside much, but no pools are open. Nothing. I know. I thought our pool was going to get opened July 1st. And then we got an email and they were like, no, mm -mm. none of the facilities are being opened and we don't know when. So I'm like, what the fuck? Like I, I could get keeping the gym closed, you know, cause breathing and all that, but the pool seems open, you know, like, I, don't I know. wonder if, 
I don't know much about chemical compounds and shit, but I wonder if somebody wa- did have COVID and went swimming and you know how you spit water out and oh, that's you know true. what I mean? I that's wonder. True. I didn't think about that. I was thinking about being spaced yeah. enough because I don't like swimming up on people or at nothing all. Or, and it'd be pretty empty at our pools. I could, you know, so, but yeah, the spitting part of it is like. Or urinating and yeah, shit. Yeah. I wonder. We don't know enough about COVID to know. <laughs> like, no, I don't think doctors even know. If your pee touches know. me in yeah. am I going to get Is it? your spit going to get me sick? Probably. Or will chlorine kill it? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. That's true. We can't really chance that. So. I, I went to the store just now to get something to drink and I thought about it. Salad bars are no more. No. There's never going to be like buffets and all that. That's over with. Like, I know a lot of people are grossed out by that anyway, but I enjoyed the like, gas station salad bar was amazing. Yeah, it was. And, it really, and it really like, was. Even Whole Foods are ones that have like really nice, um, like the that's, olive bar, the olive fuck. bar at Sprouts and shit. Like, is that no more too? No I more. I haven't actually, they did still have the olive bar. They have it in pre-packaged containers. When I went now? last time I went to Sprouts. Oh. The last right, you know time what I, I mean? went, it was during all this and they still had it open. Actually, let me not say it was during all this, but it was, it was this year. So it yeah. had to be, um, I'm, I'm maybe wondering. it was before they put the like strict restrictions. Yeah. In. Yeah. Cause that doesn't seem, um, clean. Yeah. That's dangerous. But yeah, I'm disappointed about that. I know three different people I know per, I know were diagnosed with COVID this week. Really? Yes. And they, do any of them live in California? Maybe one, one of them lives in DC that's scary. Three of them diagnosed with fucking COVID. Yeah, that's really fucking scary. One of them uh, um, doesn't have any symptoms, but um, like allergies. Yeah, that's what the Atlanta mayor was saying. Is and, that who you're talking about? Mm-mm. No, <laughs> I don't know her. Is that one of the people you're saying that, Is that you who know? You're including in your she list? said that. It sounds Did she? Familiar. Yes. No, so she said she's uh is it as asymptomatic when you have none and yes. and all she's had is just typical allergies. Yeah, like, so um one person has typical allergies, the other one is really sick. Hmm. Really sick, like fever, body chill, fuck can't that. get out of bed. And that's the scary part. Yeah, it is. You never know which one you're gonna get. I saw some somebody on Twitter like, is there still regular colds going around or is everything just COVID? Like, do I need to worry? And I would get tested no matter what. Yeah, I would just, too. Yeah, because that's scary. Bunny was telling me that some friend of my sister's tested positive maybe a week after they saw them or Ugh. something. Um, so last week they were going to come by to give her like her birthday presents or something. And um, they want, they ended up waiting because they wanted to get their results back first. Yeah. But um, yeah, people are popping up with cases. And like I said, like th- we're, it's far from over, far from over. I feel like it's worse now than it, it is, than it was case wise. Absolutely. For the surge, right. <laughs> the, the number yep. of cases. Yeah. Yeah. So we're, we're nowhere near, um, back to normal. It's because everybody thinks they're different. They think they can go out without a mask. Yeah. They want to cry about their rights and shit. When in reality, listen, if everybody just wore a mask and followed the rules for 28 days, 28 fucking days, the shit would dramatically drop. We could realistically flatten the curve, but human beings are entitled pieces of shit. So yeah, it's so selfish to me. And it's like, it just doesn't make sense. Like you don't want to 
spread the shit like whether it's you spreading it or someone else you like why would you even want to take that chance like let's just say okay you think you're cleaner or better or whatever Mm -hmm. and you know you don't have it or whatever you don't know about other fucking people why are you so trusting of other people you know what i mean like that alone makes me want to wear one all the time because I'm like, I don't know where the fuck y'all been. Do you know how many people I've watched walk out of bathrooms and not wash hands? Oh, God. Yeah, that's a real thing. And I'm sure those people are still doing those type of things. Yeah. So it's just not hard. Just put it on. You don't have to wear it in your fucking car or your house or yeah. taking your dog for a no walk. No one likes it. We don't, we're not happy about wearing it. I, I'm a fucking mouth breather. So it's like, it's super hard for me because five minutes in a store and I feel like I'm about to fucking pass out. Yeah. Like it's not, we get it. Like none of us are happy about it, but you just have to do it. Just fucking do it. Stupid asses. Not hard. It's not um, hard to be a friend. Okay. <laughs> Be a friend. Yeah, please. <laughs> Fuck. Um, yesterday was Frida Kahlo's birthday. That's my favorite artist in the world and person. I don't like how trendy she's become. It's a and, trend. Yeah. And I've liked her since I was a little kid. Like when my Aunt Sandy first took me to her fucking exhibit, like I've been in love ever since and felt a connection and just love her. And um it's annoying now because like you could like literally go to target and get coasters and shit with her. You know what I mean? I just Mm -hmm. feel like it's, uh, the market is oversaturated with her face. And so like, even when people send me shit of her, I don't, I don't get, well, I have socks. (laughs) Yeah. But like when people send me, um, like art that someone else did of her, I don't even get excited anymore because it's like, Oh, there's just another million fucking, images you know it's an oversaturation it is it kind of takes away from I will say um someone sent me a video of her that was really sweet I don't know if you've ever seen it it's an actual clip of her and she's like hugging Diego's hand and puts it on her face and she just oh god she just loved him so much and it's just a really quick clip that somebody colorized but it's it's actual footage of her and I was happy to get that um but other than that it's just like fuck I hate how much she's been commodified Mm -hmm. is that the word Mm -hmm. yeah i hate it and avocados too that's another thing that's overly yeah and i liked it before i've loved them since childhood i i actually never even tasted other than guacamole i never just tasted a regular avocado till i was like in my 20s really yeah i mean the same with like um was it they, were, they weren't or? common in your house growing up huh? just guacamole but yeah. not well no they were actually because we, there was a tree next door you just never wanted to and try it. i never wanted to and so um a lot of shit like even a tomato i was like maybe in my early 20s gross. before you cherry tomatoes now, now yeah but it took me a long time before i ever even tasted them mm-hmm. but um yeah, avocados. Our neighbor next door had a tree. A Lucky huge, huge, huge fucking tree. And my grandma used to throw my ball over the fence purposely so that I would go in their backyard <laughs> to get my ball. And she would be like, take this basket or take this and get me some avocados. Because Shut they would up. just end up on the ground and Rotting. they would rot. Yeah, waste. Yeah. I still wonder, does that fucking that should be a crime. neighbor have the tree still? I wonder if they ever, you know, if they cut you it down. You should drive by and see. I, well, I don't have door. access now because they don't have that house anymore. My grandparents, you know. I'll knock on their door and be like, can <laughs> I pick some avocados? Is there a tree still I've here? Do- we have a neighbor that lives around the corner <laughs> and they have a huge lemon tree in the front yard. And they're so cool. If you go knock on the door, yeah. not only will they tell you pick whatever you need, but they'll give you plastic bags to pick the fruit because they I don't want it to go to waste. Way. Yeah, because I would be stressed out about wasting it. Yes. I hate wasting 
good stuff. Um, yeah, I would be, I would be the same way. Yeah. Avocados Um, are yummy. So yesterday I celebrated by watching Frida. They had added it on Netflix. So it was in my queue on her birthday. So I watched it and um, I really love the movie because it tells her story, but it's so fucking cringy to watch white people play Latina actresses. Is it white? I've never watched Ashley it. Judd. Is that her name? Yeah. Ashley Judd has a fake Spanish accent. And she's, she plays Frida. She, no, she's playing a Mexican woman. Oh, my God. Salma Hayek plays Frida, and she does a great job. But there's, like, um, Diego's, like, ex-wife is an Italian woman that has a fake Spanish accent. Ashley Judd is talking with a fake, cringy Spanish accent. And it's, like, it's painful to watch because it's, like, damn, y'all couldn't hire no real Mexican women, like, for real. Like, Salma Hayek, that's the only person that you could – I mean, there are a few others that are actually Mexican in the film, but those main characters, like, three of them are white people playing – Yeah, it's so cringy. But Yeah, um, no thanks. It's it's a fuck? good movie, you know, to see her story or whatever. So Selma Hayek does a good job. Though. Yeah, she yeah she plays the role really well. But um, She's so beautiful. Yeah, I watched that, um, and I've been up late at night lately. Like my brain kicks into like, <laughs> God, it's it's bad. I've been up since till like two thirty in the morning every night, and oh, um, and still getting up like you know morning time. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's it's weird. It just kicks into like high gear after like around midnight I'd say it starts random stuff and, um, just like work stuff like super um just flooded with hella thoughts about work and like um you know productive shit you know but which I appreciate it's not it's, like um I'm stressed out or thinking bad thoughts or anything yeah. it's all good productive stuff Creative it's just stuff. yeah it's just I kind of wish it would hit me at 4 p.m <laughs> instead of instead of fucking midnight Maybe till 2 30 yeah so I find myself in the dark and I'll get up like three times to turn the light on and like make notes of shit like oh my while God. I'm trying to go to sleep and it's been like that all fucking last week as you're getting up to go pee and shit yes it's fucking annoying so I mean count I'm it as a weird. bonus though yeah yeah it, it could be worse if it was like stressful thoughts or something which i've experienced before that's not fun at least Mm-mm. this is like good stuff productive stuff yeah um don't they say that the creative mind flows best at, in the middle in of weird, the night yeah in weird times yeah i would paint like sometimes i would get the urge to paint and shit at like fucking back then i was staying up late anyway though mm-hmm. but yeah like two in the morning be up hella late at night it's weird it's so funny we we say late at night, but I remember a time where two wasn't late. I know five would be late. You yeah, know? like exactly. shit. I gotta get yeah. home. It's five. Yeah. Now the thought My of being schedule up is it- so different. I get in bed by twelve. I'd say twelve. Before it was earlier, but now I've been like on a different schedule. Like I said, but before that, it would be like ten. <laughs> I'd be in bed with the lights off. Yeah, we get in bed like nine. Well, yeah, like nine thirty. Yeah. I think we watch even Dottie. I've noticed that she'll go lay down on her own in her on her bed um, at about nine thirty. And and I'll leave the gate open like in case she wants to come back out or something. She won't like I'll be watching a movie in the living room and I'll hear her snoring. Like, okay, you just took yourself to bed. All right. It's my bedtime. Yeah, it's funny. I've noticed all always around the same time she'll go to bed. That's cute. A couple of people asked for an update about her um, since all the last 
shit talking <laughs> I was doing. Um, she's actually been better. That day I went into a fucking rage when she when she chewed that hole in the floor, and I moved her immediately. Moved her crate into the living room, and so um, she's not in my fucking room no more. And I put her bed that I had in the living room inside the crate, mm-hmm. so it's just like, you know, she's not laying on that carpet. Mm-hmm. Um, and she, she kind of took a lot of stuffing out of that bed, like when I first put it in there. Um, but then I put it back in cause I, I washed the cover and then I put it back together and I stuffed it again and she hasn't pulled it back out since. She's like, and, this um, is comfy now. She's kind of cool. Yeah. She's been very cool. Like she hasn't made me mad. Um, she did, what did she do? Also, I haven't been leaving her home alone. So that makes a big difference because I'm yep. home a lot more now. <clears throat> yeah. Um, and when she did that, she was home alone for maybe like, I don't know, five hours, which was normal around that time because I was still coming and going. And, you know, I don't know. She's still like teething. So like she rips up her toys. Dogs still. get anxiety rip- like people and don't like to be by themselves. Some yeah. don't. She doesn't do it all the time. That's what I'm saying, though. Like there's times when um, it was normal for me to leave her mm-hmm. for five hours a day and she would just like sleep or like I leave the TV on you for her. Off. Yeah, I think she just gets bored. And that teething like she's still even mm-hmm. when she's out, she's still ripping shit up sometimes. Mm-hmm. So that's not all the way out of her yet. Um, so I think it, it might've just had something to do with that. So anyway, she's doing better. Um, I have a cousin, him and his wife live like kind of in the wild, not the wilderness, kind of like in the woods. They have like a big ass house in the woods. They live in like Sonora. And, um, we were talking before about them possibly taking her. And so at least that way, I, I, whoever takes her, like, I'm not open to adopting her out anymore because Bunny had a whole fucking fit and almost started crying. Mm-hmm. So whoever, it would have to be a relative so yeah. that Bunny could still see her and still be in contact. So right. a few people back then had hit me um, wanting to get her. And I was like, yeah, that's after talking to Bunny, that's not even an option no more. Yeah. But she's cool. Like, um, she'll bark sometimes, which is kind of some new shit. Like, uh, if Bunny is in the living room or something and I, I put her away for a minute, if I'm going to go do something, she'll get mad and, like, bark, like, Bunny, get me out uh-huh. now. And I'm like, we're not starting that. Like, before, she would just stand up or something. That's how we knew she wanted to come out. No. Excuse me. Now she's trying to get more vocal. And I'm like, no, you, you're too loud for that. She's a like, talker. You're way too loud. So, um, but other than that, she's, she's been chill. So it's good. I don't really have any complaints with her right now. She Did fireworks freak her out? Yeah. Bad. Yeah. Um, I, cause I had to take her out to pee at one point too. And oh, it was God. in the middle of everything going on. So I kept telling her like, it's okay. And petting her the whole time. And she just like barely peed and like was trying to run back to the house. So I was like, it's okay. But I have, uh, some vet CBD mm-hmm. that someone had given me. And I'd given it to her in the daytime because they started early with the fireworks shit. And that had calmed her down a lot. And then when I gave it to her at night, she was perfect. She ended up just going to sleep. But I found that, like, if you turn the fan on in the house or you turn the TV up, just anything that's going to drown out that outside noise, it helps so much. Yep. So, so much. Yeah, we used to – you can actually give dogs Benadryl. Look up their dosage. Yeah, there's a lot of um, human medicines yeah. you can give dogs. Valium. Like Pepto, I, I've given her before, I mm-hmm. mentioned before, and Tums work really well when her stomach is fucked up. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there's a lot of... So my girl was telling me like she gave her dogs melatonin 
and I guess that helped hella good. It was an adult, you know, I think it was like 10 milligrams or something, but that calmed them down. They were able to sleep fine. Um, it's fu- I hate those fucking them loud. I don't like loud noises as it is. I- people were shooting guns in my apartments. It sounded like they were shooting them off the balcony. I hate it. Like, it's not that fucking serious. You're in an apartment building. Like, at least leave the complex if you're going to do all that. Like, go to, like, a residential area. Like, you know, a street a or something. A residential area. Like, there's not, um, not in the apartment. Go to the back road. You know what I mean? Yeah, something. Don't go, uh, like, a street. I mean, like, why not- do we have to shoot our guns for stupid-ass fours? <sighs> yeah, it's not that serious. And to me... I was irritated because I'm watching videos and shit and so many motherfuckers, this fake activism that we're all about. I'm not celebrating the fourth and all this shit, but you're letting off hella fucking firecrackers. Like to me, I'm sorry. What are you celebrating? Because you could have did all that on Juneteenth. You could have did all of that on any other day. But the fact you're celebrating Fourth of July is just very telling to me like you're fucking fake. So then so. On the flip side of that, I read something from an activist that said because fireworks were banned this year, there were supposed to be no fireworks show in our area, that it everybody letting off fireworks and firecrackers so much was a protest Bullshit. in itself. No, it wasn't. No one that I know was doing that as a protest. And they didn't ban fireworks. They closed the parking lots to where the fireworks are displayed so that they wanted to prevent people, you know, from gathering to do it. But, like, just the sale of fireworks and shit and all that on the 4th of July period, you're supporting that holiday. Like, I I don't like the fake activism. Like, you can't chill for one fucking day. I wouldn't care if you did it that following weekend. You know what I mean? Like, you can't chill for one fucking day as a message. I hate fireworks. and Well, not necessarily fireworks, but the firecrackers, the M1000s, the M80s that are so goddamn loud and disruptive. Yeah, I just, my issue is more with the holiday itself. You know, do it another day. Yeah. It's fucking stupid. Yeah, agree. I feel bad for the animals, though, of course. Like, I would rather you do it um, in a more open space, you know? Like, I know people... um, So many people lose their dogs because when they go outside for something, the dogs are so terrified. And on edge. They run out, you know? Their hearing it. is hella sensitive. It's way Very. more sensitive than ours. So, like, us being jumpy about something, it's a million times worse for yeah. them. Yeah. One year when we had um, our dogs, they were in the garage for the 4th of July. And we had went to watch fireworks. We came home. Did they destroy shit? Dude, it, it looked like a murder scene. They had <gasps> eaten the sheetrock out of oh, Mark's no. dad's garage. Like, eaten hunks and corners of the sheetrock panicking panicking and we after that we never ever left them again i think that was the first year we did never again because oh we felt so bad somebody wrote me and was saying that uh they heard about a dog jumping off a balcony (gasps) just panic you know they try to escape they don't know what the fuck is going on like that shit is scary it's sad like definitely just give your dog something to relax to take the edge off whether it be melatonin or benadryl or whatever like give them something to relax because they don't know what the fuck is going Mm -hmm. on no clue somebody wrote me too and was like uh 
my dog is fine because like we raised it listening to war movies if you do but I'm not doing that you know obviously <laughs> I'm not gonna put on war movies we've been watching day. John so Wayne for uh, years uh, saving private Ryan since it was born fuck so, that but yeah um, I'm not decent you know the dog was desensitized which is good I mean that's great for you but I'm not gonna start blaring war movies every day to try I don't to train Dottie shit. to be prepared for next 4th of July she gets a vest and a helmet a camel tactical one. vest come on <laughs> the war is starting you've been training for this your whole life Dottie. Are, are you ready it's gonna happen now we've been watching it every day Shut yeah up. I'm, not, I'm just i'm not doing that, that? <laughs> so funny my neighbors would be like what is up with that lady next door there's constant chaos there's constant gunfire coming from her fucking apartment is she in the military you start shooting off your gun in I'm the a house vet. to train her they think i'm a war vet what is wrong that lady be watching war movies every day i'm not fucking doing that oh my stomach hurts <laughs> the thought is hella funny I just keep picturing Dottie in a camo fucking vest. I'm like, come on, you're used to this now. You know what this is. Come on, put this fucking vest on. We've trained all year for this night. Yeah, I'm not doing that to her. I'm not. Especially at this point. Like, if I started training now, she'd, think you were fucking she'd be like, chicks. please get me out of this fucking apartment. Please, please. Oh, my stomach hurts. God damn. <laughs> the thought of a little dog training. Fuck. That poor dog, whoever told the you. The person that sent that to me was like telling me that like it was a, a realistic uh, a solution. Yeah, like you could totally get her prepared for next year. I'm not fucking doing that. that but thank you. Me. Thank you, but I'm, I'm not. My stomach hurts so. Bad. <laughs> I didn't re- really think it when I responded to the oh, message. I, I wasn't really envisioning actually doing it. <laughs> yeah, that's that's not a viable option for me. <laughs> oh goddamn! Oh, Crystal, get it together. Um, so I, I ordered a new computer. Oh, because good. mine. Okay, so the computer I have. I got for free. Someone gave it to me, um, like an old client gave it to me. It was like, do you want this laptop? It's a Dell. It's hella old. The, the fan buzzes. Like it, it, there's a delay when it you press the key. Hot. Yeah, it'll shut off. Like it's such a piece of shit. Like I, I feel like it's the world's first computer. <laughs> it's like I might as well be on dial up. So um, just for work and everything and like with me being home so much, there's other shit I want to work on. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Um, I've been saying that I want to finally write a book. I started years ago, maybe five years ago, and I still have like, you know, everything that I wrote, which is hella hard to read. It's a hella hard process. (laughs) It's like picking off scabs of really painful shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. But um, I'm home all the time now and I feel like I could probably do it. So that's something I want to work on. Um, I've, I've had other I did have a MacBook like last year or something, but I didn't really use it. And I ended up giving it back to the person I got it from. Mm-hmm. 
um, I'm not that familiar. So it'll be like a learning process, but it's time, you know, moving out of my comfort zone. And like, we've been learning new programs and shit lately. And like, you know, it's just, um, a step that I think I'm ready to take Mm -hmm. to get some more shit done. Yeah. Be, be more productive so i did i ordered a um a new macbook pro and they sent me yesterday i got a free pair of airpods in the mail and i was like <laughs> when it said i had a package i was like excited thinking it was the computer but it was the fucking airpods and i'm like i don't really care about these right like, so hopefully i'll get that do you soon. use headphones at home i never do no yeah i don't either. i never do because i feel like vulnerable i feel like Excuse me, if I if someone's like trying to get in or mm-hmm. if something's wrong with Dottie or, you know, I won't I won't know. Right. I've never been the type to ever wear headphones, even like in the gym. I would feel weird wearing headphones because I feel like somebody could sneak up on me. I always just wear one if I work that out. Would be, that's yeah, it. That would be a good, better idea. Like an earbud. That... But like for noise canceling and shit, like my niece talked about how she loved hers because um, for the noise canceling feature. No, I feel like someone's going to attack me. I <laughs> like, need to I'm be not aware. that trusting. Yeah. Mm-mm. That's why I never like to uh, get drunk or like overly fucked up when I was younger and shit. Because yeah. I don't like that vulnerable feeling. Yeah. And, and that's what headphones make me think of and feel like. Yeah. That's, I think I just had this conversation with Naya. She said, I've only seen you take a drink one time. And I was like, yeah, I don't really like the feeling of being drunk because you're not in control. Yeah. I, and I don't want to be not in control. Yeah. Yeah, it's, I don't like that feeling. Mm-mm. I do like the feeling of getting drunk, but I only when I'm in with people I'm safe with, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Shit like that. Because I have been in situations where shit has gone crazy bad yep. because I'm slipping, you know, I'm, yep. I'm drunk. Yeah. Your reaction and shit is not <laughs> what it is when exactly. you're sober. Exactly. Not at all. <clears throat> um, It's crazy. I know so many pregnant people that I follow right now just during this year that are pregnant Mm -hmm. a lot of them are starting to have their babies and it's so weird like I just saw you the other day online and then now this baby is out of your stomach with an outfit on like it's (laughs) so it's I keep seeing it and it fucks me up a little bit every time because I'm like that baby got on a whole outfit and it was just in your body on Wednesday like you know what I mean and it's yeah it's weird to see and I'm just like I can't wait till that's me like so get the, the fuck out just get out like i want you out and yeah. like being a person now you yeah know? let's get to that yeah stage. it makes it real it's just real to see like a baby out and like making faces and mm-hmm. it just seems like wow just the other fucking day so you were that grown looking and reacting and everything in her stomach like yeah if i think too much about it it freaks me out but it's a weird process yeah it's fucking aliens it's a it's a crazy such process. an alien yeah so it just makes me wonder, like right now, in a few days, I'll be seven months. Mm-hmm. So like, is the baby baked enough now that if it came out, it would live? Yeah, it, its chances are good. It would probably have to stay in the NICU for long development. Yeah. <clears throat> but, but you're like past hearing the 20 stuff, week mark. Yeah. So yeah. I get like all those little updates, like your baby damn near knows your voice now. Mm-hmm. Like that's the most recent one I got. And I'm like, you might be pretty baked now then. Mm-hmm. You could get the fuck out. Like don't, if you want to come home <laughs> trying to drink castor oil, forcing a fucking Doing birth. Doing bounces on yeah. the yolk on the it's ball. not ready. <laughs> come out. Not ready. Get out. You could come out early if you want. I'm just saying. You can be a preemie. <laughs> you could. You could be little and cute. Yeah. <laughs> The last few months are miserable. 
oh god I'm so uncomfortable all the time I hate I hate when people are asking me how are you doing and I know that's dumb to hate because it's like you want people to I don't know care care, I guess but I every time I'm like the same the usual the same because I'm not getting any better so if you've already asked me don't ask me no more because I'm all I'm always fucked up same time I'm always in pain I'm always out of breath I have an appointment Thursday and I have to like just go over shit with her because I'm like is there anything I can do I can't eat full portions anymore Mm. I can't um I'm not eating three times a day like, I, cause it hurts too bad. Even drinking water, I, I get too full. So like, I, there's no room for anything. Like yeah. I just, I'm constantly uncomfortable. Have you constantly. tried to just like snack throughout the day? Like yeah. eat little bits? Yeah. Is that and better? It's not better. It's just the same. So like when I do that, I just end up not eating dinner. You know what I mean? Which mm-hmm. is fine, but I still have the same discomfort. Mm-hmm. It's not better than if I would wait and then eat like a small meal. Right. It's the same um, discomfort wise. Fuck. Yeah. That, that sounds but horrible. Lots of babies are being born this year and it's, it is cute to see. Yeah. <clears throat> I'm ready. <laughs> I, I have a lot of pregnant people on my friends. Yeah. It's weird. I, I feel like this year more than any other year. Oh, people we're about I to see a boom anyway. next at the end of the year girl Maybe, or next huh? year from COVID. Yeah. Definitely. I think there's going to be a boom. Yeah, probably. Remember the baby boomer gen where everyone came home from war and made babies? Is that what they, why they called it that? Yeah. I always wondered where that name came from. After wartime celebration. Gross. And so at home COVID celebration. If people are even getting along enough to make babies right now. I, it, I feel like if I was forced in the house 24 hours a day, pandemic, with someone, we'd be on the verge of a breakup or we'd already be broke up. They would have to go in quarantine somewhere else. I'm thankful Mark and I have different hobbies and I'm thankful that we both um, are yeah, still able to work. Yeah, a healthy amount of space. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Because um, I, I don't do well being up in people's face for too long. Mm-hmm. I get sick of people really quick. And, yeah. Um, that, that would be stressful. Yeah, especially if you live in a smaller dwelling or something. Yeah. Oh, fuck. I'll be like, I'm going to sleep in the car tonight. Right. I'll be in my <laughs> I'll car. park it in the garage. It's fine. Yeah. But... Yeah. We went to get uh, Sage a friend, the bird a friend, and hmm. um, PetSmart by us has no birds because of COVID. Really? Yeah, that's what he said. It's hit or miss because of COVID. Because How was that because of COVID? I don't know. He was kind of an asshole and didn't. I could tell he didn't want to answer my questions. So, so you're just like, saying anything. Hmm. He's like, there's no birds because there's no fucking birds, bitch, is what he probably wanted to say. Because I was <laughs> like, why do you have no birds? Yeah. Well, usually those places I found have set people that they deal with mm-hmm. that have that they get like their snakes from or their cats or, you know what I mean, whatever. Um, like specific people that each store deals with. Mm-hmm. I found that out when I was like snake shopping. Um and so they kind of have an idea of like what times a year be busier or like when they'll have an, another set coming, shit like that. Mm-hmm. So you're not wrong for asking. Um, so but I, I don't know about how COVID would be, be related yeah. to that unless you're not letting people come in and give you the animals. Yeah, maybe that has something to do with it. I don't know. But we're going to – I got to look around and see if we can find a little parakeet. Yeah. Because I feel like he needs a friend. I don't know what type of environment he came from. I don't know if he came from That's true. another bird environment. But you said he's flying around, right? Mm-hmm. And like, 
Yeah. Any chirps. And it says when birds are quiet, they're... Um, Sad. Yes. Yeah. So and if they're staying in one spot and they're acting quiet, then I would be worried. Sometimes he does that. Really? Yeah. And so I'm like, I think he's lonely. We need to get him a bro friend in here. Yeah. I don't want a girl. I don't want babies. I don't want to have to take the eggs away. That's How sad. do you know if he's a boy? There, um, There's a piece above their beak, like uh-huh. um, this skin piece thing and it's different colors on males and females males are more blue Uh uh-huh females are more like peachish uh-huh and so that um but we definitely want another boy i wonder what the stores carry because did you know that like they only carry i don't know which it is i think it's males but like hamsters and shit they only carry one gender to to prevent them from getting mixed up and reproducing so they don't take like females at all I was told. Wow. Every species were yeah. the bottom of the barrel, huh? But you know what? <laughs> Maybe that's not for everybody because they were checking Frankenstein when I got him. Mm. And that was from a, pe- a pet smart. That was like in Antioch or the Brentwood. Have wieners? Um, no, they don't. But they there's something <clears throat> underneath towards the end that you can check. Because uh. she was checking back there somewhere. But... Um, <clears throat> I've not, it doesn't like protrude out yeah. or anything. No, because I wouldn't have a snake with a dick. <laughs> you would have to get out. No. Yeah, somehow though, she was checking it. I wonder. Yeah. So, I mean, obviously they must carry both genders of those if she had to check. Right. Or she would just know. But oh, yeah, we were told that about the hamsters. So, with things that lay eggs, mm-hmm. in order to prevent births all you do is just take the eggs away so i think it would be easier for reptiles and birds to have um, wait what do you mean so with hamsters and shit right Uh they fuck and they have actual babies they're mammals yeah with reptiles and birds they lay eggs right Mm -hmm. so you'll notice when the creature first lays the egg you just take the eggs away before they're able to be fertilized by the male oh that's how they make babies i thought they fuck Mm -hmm. or something to make the egg no they have to be fertilized oh and so what they were saying is that i I, I might be wrong but that's how it was explained to me when i was saying that we wanted i didn't want to deal with babies Mm -hmm. the girl was like well you just take the eggs as soon as they as soon as you notice them you take them so they would make eggs even though they're not fucking? Yeah, like chickens lay eggs, and they don't turn into babies unless they're fertilized. I don't know how that process works, though. I don't know how that works, because I don't, I don't think all chickens lay eggs, you know? Um, it's just hens, right? The girl ones. But aren't there girl chickens that don't lay eggs? I don't know. Yeah, that is... Um... I know that I, all my friends who have groups of chickens they're all egg layers so i don't know how that works Hmm. but i'm pretty sure they have to be fertilized but the girl was like you just take the just take the eggs away and i'm like no that's so mean i don't want to hurt her she's gonna be like where's my babies i laid and possibly stressed and i i'm like they're in the garbage no i'm not doing that (laughs) i smashed them yeah because we don't want babies Mm -mm. yeah i don't know that's weird chicken people and snake people tell us help us yeah how does that process work? Because <laughs> I feel very lost on the subject. Definitely. Um, lost on the subject. So Kanye. Oh God, help me. Announced that he's running for president, but he also, um, like has leaked pictures and shit of him in the studio working with Dr. Dre lately, and I forget what the hashtag was when he posted that, but 
he's alluding to the fact that he has an album coming. Mm. So I have a feeling this is just a prop, you know, promotion mm-hmm. for an album. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think he's really running for president. I read that he hasn't filed any paperwork. So like a lot of people, a lot of white people also like older people um, I saw posting on Twitter and shit like all these agendas and you know theories about it but I don't think they also are familiar with how like album promo works and how Mm -hmm. sometimes people will stir up the media you know in in anticipation of a new album (laughs) I hope this is not like poop diddy scoop diddy remember no you you brought that up before no no you've mentioned that before yeah no he's done albums since then I, I miss George Bush hates black people, Kanye, that, yeah. that music. He makes really good music still. Um, and I'm hoping that, you know, it's just that. And But because someone also said, you know, he could be trying to divide the black vote so that yep. his homie Trump wins. And That's that makes total sense. Mm-hmm. They are very buddy-buddy. And I feel like he's not above doing that you know what I mean Mm -mm. like I could I could see that too so I'm hoping it's actually an album though and not the latter because I would be super disappointed if he was like trying to stir up strategies to to help him win the fucked up part is we ain't gonna know till it happens yeah it's just gonna be a guessing game yeah I I mean time's running out I will get already in July he always finds a way to get his name in the media mm-hmm. he always makes always does something to make sure that his name is is a topic of conversation yeah. bad or good he's also in a family that is very fucking smart you know when it comes to business multiple billionaires he's now billionaire status so it's like you know he they're not stupid you know what mm-hmm. i mean everybody might not agree with uh the way they do things but he, they're not fucking stupid that family is very smart when it comes to making money yeah um, but yeah, that's, that just been so much talk about that lately. People yeah. are, are, someone sent me like this huge fucking multiple paragraphs of, uh, well, Kanye is doing this and that and blah, just, and it's like, okay, I get you have your own theory, but like telling me something like it's matter of fact, I'm just rolling my eyes. You know what I mean? Like, okay, calm down. Everything is <laughs> you don't just know. a theory. Right. Everything. You don't fucking know. So let's calm down. Everything out there is a theory. Everything is speculation. There's nothing that's right. like, this is, he's really doing it. And yeah, this yeah. is why. There's nothing. It's weird to just see people play experts. Because it's like, none of us fucking know. So relax. I was reading that if he, if he was serious, he would have to, it would have to be a write-in vote. Like a, oh. a name write-in. Uh-huh. I don't even know. Okay, so here's the thing, though. Any vote that doesn't go to Biden, which I hate even saying that because I don't, as much as I don't want to vote for his disgusting ass, Mm -hmm. even if you write in Mickey Mouse, Mm -hmm. it counts as a vote for Trump. Yeah. People need to understand that this late in the game right now, if you vote for Kanye, if you vote for Mickey Mouse, if you vote for a third party, that all is going to count as a vote for Trump. Yeah. Because, you know, it's they don't have a real chance of winning. You get mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So those are votes that actually need to go against Trump and go to gross ass Joe Biden. Right. <sighs> please vote, you guys. <laughs> like, please fucking vote. Um, I was talking to someone the other day about 
Trump is on his usual bullshit and he's stirring up like the rednecks and getting them all riled up and he's mm. posting more racial tweets than ever yep. and more offensive racist shit than ever but that's his strategy and it already worked for him once yep. so in in a business sense it makes sense what he's doing because he's like if he's feeling desperate at all or whatever he's like i know this works because it already did you know I what can i mean fucking he's he's like my prime demographic is uneducated yeah white people yeah racist, he convinces them that he's gonna poor. help them which he's really not <laughs> he supports he takes he care and looks out for business owners and white fucking homeowners and shit like that's who and people that are of that higher tax bracket that's who he looks out for he doesn't look out for poor white people but they're so easily Not convinced even the by him middle class girl it's uh, I mean, the elite. there are a lot of breaks that he gives, you know, because my ex-husband, who's not a fucking white person, um, it was like, it sucks, but I did, it makes sense for me to vote for Trump. Like, after reviewing, you know, the type of shit that he, the type of, he supports someone like him, you know what I mean, that has, like, a home that's worth hella money, and, you know, money tied up in businesses and shit. Like, that's who he really takes care of and looks out for. And um, I was telling him, like, you absolutely better fucking not. He's not. But, you know, he was just saying, like, mm-hmm. that's that's who um, is in my best interest as far as my finances and shit. But it, he's, it's easy for him to convince the poor white people. And, you know. You ride on the racism ticket. Yeah. That's an easy fucking win. Exactly. That's something. So when I see these tweets and shit, I'm not going to talk about them. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to repost them and, per- and play like I'm outraged or whatever. Because it makes sense from a business standpoint. Well, I'm just going to say I, I don't expect anything different from right. a piece of shit. Right. And it already worked. So it's like, duh, we should expect it at this point. Of course he's going to do all that. Why would we think he would do something different? Exactly. Exactly. Especially when there's so many racist fucking people. Yep. You think about it, 70% of the demographic of the U.S. is white people. It is. That's a very large demographic. Aside from the coastal states, the whole middle of the country is like red like it's terrifying to yeah. really look at from that you know from like uh stepping back and looking at you it you get them good old boys riled yes. up girl there's so many shilling. yes and then like I- i'm reading about him um because using covid as an excuse to make voting hella difficult like that's going to be another tactic mm-hmm. like um trying to rule out mail-in votes mm-hmm. and all that shit like i get it you're you're trying to be even dirtier and use the pandemic as um to benefit you like the places where they have one polling station for 60 miles and shit yeah so it's like either you're gonna go and wait in line for 14 hours Mm -hmm. to get your vote off or you're not gonna vote like he's he's making it as difficult as possible for people and it's fucking gross yeah it's gross i'm worried i'm not gonna lie personally i'm worried I, I I was worried last fucking election, and I'm I'm definitely worried this yeah, election. I really feel like we're gonna be stuck with him again. I hope to God not, but that's how I feel. And I also feel like he's the type where, let's say he does not win, mm-hmm. I don't feel like he's just gonna walk out smoothly. No, I feel like he's gonna make he's gonna do whatever is in his power to fuck shit up before yes. he leaves. <laughs> like yes, yeah, he's yeah. a fucking angry child, a brat. Yeah, an angry. He's gonna launch a fucking nuke at North Korea or some shit and be like, "I'm out." (laughs) Deal with it. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) he's gonna do some fucking punk shit. Definitely. 
speaking of punk shit, my dad has this neighbor who lives like two mobile homes away. Is this a new neighbor? No, this is older dude. He's at early 60s. Mm-hmm. Severely, severely unhealthy. A very like l- fat, like overweight. Very, very <clears throat> un- like. 400 pounds mm-hmm. um he has a dog and he just stands on the porch with an extra long leash and that's how his dog walks itself oh yeah every day yeah but he's also the neighbor that paid for the hoarder woman's door to be fixed when the police broke it wait i thought that was a nice guy or was that the contractor the contractor's the really nice guy okay. going above but and he beyond. did shit for her too right mm-hmm. okay so that's who i'm thinking yeah of. so the overweight neighbor Paid for the hoarder lady's door to be fixed. Mm-hmm. Um, during all that, he had came over to my dad's house and was talking to us. And he was telling us a little about his life story, how he had a wife that was severely mentally ill. Uh-huh. And um, at one point, he lost custody of his kids when, you know, they were little because she lied and said that he abused them. And, you know, he had this long story of living with a um, severely um Mentally ill woman. Yes, thank you. Uh-huh. I couldn't find it. Um, and so I just thought, you know, he was like a regular down-to-earth fucking dude. Yeah. Well, my dad has told me in the last two conversations he's had with this guy, once he said to my dad, yeah, you hear them fireworks? They're coming from uh, the neighborhood next door. Uh-huh. They're coming from the neighborhood next door where all the Mexicans and N-I-G-G-E-Rs live. Oh, is that right? And then the another time, a day or so later, he said it again. And my dad's like, you know, I didn't know what to do. I just walked away and pretended like I didn't hear it. And I was like, no. I was like, dad, I know you're uncomfortable. I'm happy that your dad's uncomfortable. Yeah, but you to need even to even speak on it, you know? Yeah. I was like, you have to tell him, hey, I'm not comfortable I don't talk with like that. that. Yeah. We don't use that fucking word. Right. You're racist as fuck. Don't yeah. use that word. I feel like that be a temperature check. Like mm-hmm. I feel because I have I mentioned before how I have clients that'll do that with me and they misread me mm-hmm. and they think I'm like a metalhead or something mm-hmm. and they, they'll start like throwing that out there to see what my reaction is. It's a temperature check and it's to see if you're like cool with it so they could proceed and say how they really fucking feel Mm-mm. or you check their ass, you know? Yeah. And so that's what I was telling my dad. I was like, you're, you have to say something to him. Yeah. Because he's going to keep doing it. And then when your dad's brown granddaughters come over, like, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. What, what a piece of You're shit. You're out of your fucking mind. Yeah. You stand on your porch. Your poor dog don't even get a walk because you're an asshole. Mm-hmm. And you have nerve to talk shit about other people. You fucking loser. Yeah, that that really pissed me off. That's gross. That's really gross. It makes me want to vandalize his fucking... Dude. And take his dog. Another neighbor in there, one of the other residents in there, her daughter... Her daughter actually was on Naya's soccer team. Oh, she's that young? So, sorry. The resident that lives there. Yeah, the resident that lives there, her daughter is a few years older than me. Okay, so, yeah. So, her daughter, the resident's granddaughter was on, played soccer with Mm -hmm. Naya. That's how I knew the woman. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, the kids would swim together sometimes at my dad's. And I would chat with her, you know, the resident's daughter. With the mom. Uh Uh-huh. Well, when Trump got elected last time, this is two days after the election, and I cried. I cried for, like, two days when he was elected. We all, like, mourned. Dude, I remember taking Naya to a pediatrician appointment, and Naya and uh, Naya's pediatrician and I sat there and cried. 
Um, so we just knew what it was going to be like. Yeah. And, uh, so she comes up to me and she was like, I was like, Hey, what are you doing in here? And she was like, I have a few clients. I clean their house. She goes, I got this one old black guy. She was like, I'm fucking dying right now. I got, I got to hold my piss for four hours. And I was like, why didn't you just use the bathroom? And she goes, I don't use no inward toilets. And I went, are we in fucking Mississippi in 1960, Girl, 50? I, <laughs> and you know, my dad doesn't live in like, um, I mean, it's a, a mobile home trailer park, oh, but oh it's pretty God. diverse. Listen, it's basically Richmond. First yes, of all, it's yes, like San Pablo, right? Yes. Is the address San Pablo? It's San Pablo. You got your mother. Listen. Okay. So for people that aren't familiar, white people are the minority in, in that this, city, yes. in this, in that area. That's Definitely. where I'm from is Richmond. Like, yep. You got your motherfucking what? So her, her husband uh, is HA. Uh-huh, so, which is Hell's Angels. Yes. Which is racist. Yes. So just so we're all clear. And so oh I my I looked at her and God. I went <gasps> Did your mouth drop? Well, and I went <gasps> and she goes, "What listen. Okay, so one thing about you, if you're the slightest bit perturbed, it's all over your face. You cannot can't control hide your face. No. You don't have, your brain doesn't connect to Mm-mm. your facial muscles or something. You cannot no. control your facial expressions. Mm-mm. So I can only imagine. I went, oh, and she goes, she immediately goes, oh my God, I'm so sorry if I offended you, but you know, that's how we grew up. We don't date black guys. Black people don't come in our house. We don't use their toilets. They don't use ours. And, and, I, and she goes, you weren't raised like that? And I looked at her and I said, fuck No. Like my, said, my, my grandmother has all black kids. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> and my other grandmother fucking doesn't. We don't. We've never used that word in my house. It's never been. On either side. Ever. Oh my fucking God. Yes. And so ever Bitch, since. Bitch and you're cleaning that man's house. Like I don't understand that. Like are you racist or not? Like but you're cleaning. He's you know paying your is? white ass to clean that house. You know what though? This brings up something else that I learned that I didn't know. KKK people are um separate separatists. Mm-hmm. Separate they're not they don't they're not white supremacists. No. They're separatists. Yes. And I only know this because they can have black friends and shit. Yes. Yes, and it's mind blowing cuz Did I, you see the video with the black dude that became friends with the KKK Grand Dragon Wizard? No, but this was a grand high wizard dragon, whatever, (laughs) in a robe and shit. It was one of them. And it was on an episode recently, a week ago, on Soft White Underbelly. I hate that I keep promoting the show. I I have a story about them, I gotta shut the fuck up about this show. But there was a recent episode he released. I want to say it might have been Mississippi. And he's interviewing a grand high wizard or whatever. And he explained it. We don't have open clan meetings and rallies and shit here like they exist probably but they'd be on the super low right in Mm -hmm. our in our area um you mean in california yeah like bay area so i'm not saying they don't exist but um they're not open so i never learned their their thought you know their thought process i learned it a couple years ago i never knew so listening to his interview he was like yeah we don't think we're better than any other race we're not supremacists that's white supremacy we are separatists or whatever word that is they believe in keeping the lineage segregation period yes but you know he was saying like i'm cool with like some black people like and i thought it was always just you know i hate all of them 
So they do. I don't know about, I know that there's different chapters. Sectors and whatnot. Yes. Yeah. So they might not all have that. So feeling. I know that some chapters absolutely think they're better than black folks. Yeah. But their primary goal is segregation. White schools, um, keep the white race pure. Yeah, that was what he kept pushing. And I was like. What? Because, you know, I've seen them on TV and shit on talk shows back in the day and stuff. And they they say, like, you know, people are beneath us. Like, anybody that's not white is not as smart or whatever. So some do feel like that. So, yeah. So some, I guess, do. But So there's this video. (sighs) You can look it up on YouTube. I watched it on YouTube. It's a TED Talk. And Uh it's with this black dude. He's a larger black man. And it's the story about how um an incident as a child somebody called him the n-word and he didn't want to play with him and he wanted to know why after never look i got goosebumps after why never meeting him in his life you automatically hate him because his skin color so he made it like his life's mission to find out why racist people feel this way yeah so he goes and he sets it up with his secretary and he actually gets a meeting with the master grand dragon or wizard whatever, whatever. Mm-hmm. So and weird. yeah, it's so weird. <laughs> so weird. And the first time they meet in a motel and they're mm-hmm. both on edge, but they sit down and they talk and then they do this some more times. Mm-hmm. And he, and he, it's about a 20 minute video and he's explaining they, how they built a friendship. Listen. So he's explaining how they keep meeting mm-hmm. and the black dude invites the grand wizard dragon over to his house. The dragon wizard eats at his house has dinner at his house, mm-hmm. but still won't bring this black man into his house. Mm-hmm. But after some time, he invites him to clan meetings. And the black dude goes because he's like, I want to see what this is about. Yeah. Everybody there's cool with him. They know he's the master daddy's fucking friend. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> the master daddy. <laughs> <laughs> he is the master daddy of that whatever. Of whatever, their club, yeah. Yeah, so eventually... The master daddy starts inviting black dude over to his house for dinner. Oh, he warms up. So after a couple years, dude actually leaves the fucking clan, steps down because of this one. Because you finally learn on your own. Yes. Yeah. After listening to your generations of probably racist family, you finally learn on your own. It's all bullshit. Yep. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. And the whole point of his TED talk was. We can learn from each other. Right. If we just listen. If people would open up that line of communication. And you know what I mean? You would realize how dumb and ignorant you are. Like these same people are like Baptist or whatever. They're like uh, God fearing. Huge. But you're burning crosses. Like I don't understand that either. I don't either. What does that mean? Like do you hate them or not? Like So my dad um, from going to the VA, he has a military buddy. His name is uh, – Ike and he's this old black dude that fought in Vietnam and Ike refuses to tell me any Vietnam stories I've never asked but just in conversation he's like it's one thing I never speak of Mm -hmm. um but he and but he is from uh Louisiana and Mississippi and he was like I'll tell you some stories about the clan and I was like tell me I want to know and he Mm -hmm. was like growing up him and his family worked on uh this white dude's uh plantation right Mm -hmm. I don't know exactly what they did, but they worked on it. On this plantation, this white man also had a store, okay, Mm -hmm. like a general store. This motherfucking, these white people would only pay them in these special dollars Mm -hmm. that could only be used at that general store. store. So I'm having you work for merchandise? Yes. 
And he said, it's what we had to do because it's the only work we could find. So then he tells me how his brother fell in love with a white woman. Mm -hmm. And how one night they were sitting on the porch at their house and the fucking clan drove up in a truck. They all had bats and shit. And they were like, where's Arnie? Where's Arnie? Looking for his brother? Yeah, and they were Mm -hmm. like, I don't know. And he said, what we had to do is we had to take his white wife. We had to paint her black with shoe polish. She laid down in the back of a car and he drove straight from Mississippi to California. Straight through, only stopping for gas. And they're still married to this day. What the fuck? Not fuck- and these are not old ass stories. That's what fucks no, me up. No, Ike is not even 70 like, years old. I was going to say, they're they're probably still alive and fine yes. and active. Like, yes. I think <sighs> Ike's maybe... 67 it's so gross it's so gross the way that humans can't just fucking coexist it's just i can't imagine living in the south like listen and as an empath i have been very 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 i can't even put into words how overwhelmed i've been the last like this this whole year i've said it from the beginning episode we've done this whole Mm -hmm. year has been bad for me but it just feels like it just keeps getting more and more and you know with personal stuff and worldly stuff and um it it's just it fucking hurts to live it really um it's tiring it's tiring it's exhausting I have to take social media breaks like Mm -hmm. often and and not watch things certain things people send to me or just because I know how it makes me feel it makes me feel sick like actually I want to throw up Yep, the, it's, it's hard to um, process a lot of that shit. So imagine having to live through it. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, I can't even watch it. So I'm like, fuck, come on. Yeah, it's a, it's a tough weight to bear right now, man. And um, it's, it's okay to not be okay. Yeah. It's, it's, it's always okay to not be okay. It's okay to not be able to deal with something. It's okay to fucking reach out for help. It's okay to talk to somebody. Just it's it's always all right to say I can't handle this. Yeah, definitely. I've kind of been there, but it's a lot. The whole fucking the world is a lot, and then it just feels like it's not. There's not a bright spot. It's not. There's not like <laughs> an end of the tunnel. It's kind of like we're blindfolded, just driving through. Mm-hmm. Did you ever think in your lifetime you would live through a year that was like this? Mm-mm. Never. I, I always grew up thinking every year would get better. That's what we're Like, told. honestly, no one even told me that. I just had that hope. I just yeah, had that course. hope that we're going to get smarter. Yep. And, you know, um, society is just going to get better every year with things. Like, I thought, never would I think that we're still so, so stunted with me at this age. It makes me wonder, is anything going to get significantly better before I die? Like, probably you not. know. And honestly, probably not yeah. because I've been here a lot of years. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Having that same hope for every year and we, we just never really get there. It's like you have to have hope in order to keep pushing because hope yeah. is what drives you. Right. If, if you don't have something to live for or look forward to, it's kind of harder to get through. Yeah. And then every year. And when shit feels bad, that's just what you think to yourself. Like, well, it's going to get better because yeah. it's already bad. Yeah. You know what I mean? But I feel like we're just improving at a very slow pace. Yeah. I won't say there's no improvement. Yeah. But it's just at, it's not as fast as I'd like it to be. Because it's almost unbelievable. Yeah. When you think. The ignorance yes. of a lot of people and the um 
refusal yep. to learn anything different from what they've been taught or what it's they very, think they know. Yeah. 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 And it's not just white people. I'm going to get started on that <clears throat> in a minute, but it's very frustrating. Yeah. My brother. Um, <clears throat> so, you know, I'm sure I, I, the video has been going around of that racist white woman in Martinez um, painting black over, yeah, her over and her dumbass husband over the Black Lives Matter in front of the Martinez courthouse in the street. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> well, which is vandalism because they had permits they had and permits. shit to do that. So that's what made it legal for that to be yep. there. So when you deface shit like that, you're actually committing a crime. Yeah. Which I found out and I was really happy about. Yep. Yeah. Like, so don't fucking touch it. So my brother went there Sunday and he was one of like 20 dudes that stood around while it was repainted. Yeah. And everybody. Um, People came out immediately the same day and repainted it because social media circulated yep. them fucking videos. And I was so happy. I watched the videos and it looked like there were some um, Latin girls there yep. and a couple dudes while the bitch was doing it. And they were talking shit to her. Yes. They definitely pushed up on her. Not as far as I would have went. You know, I would have went further. I would have probably snatched that Yeah, roller. I would have grabbed all of the, like someone did grab the paint can. But I would have took everything out yeah. of her motherfucking hands. Um, but, you know, also that's right across the street from the jail. Yes, <laughs> so let's make is. that clear. Um, I saw a lot of people saying what they would do and all this shit. You're in a white town. Martinez is Martinez a white is town. Martinez is fucking racist as fuck. It's racist as fuck. It's a very, I was just saying I was out there meeting somebody a couple weeks ago and some white boys, some barefoot white boys. I only know they were barefoot because one had their nasty ass foot hanging out the window. Mm. Um, they pulled up on side me at the red light and they had like these big ass pipes on their truck and shit. Oh God. Had a Confederate flag on a flagpole, stickers, hella shit. Like that's what kind of boys live out there in Martinez. Yeah. Martinez is a gross ass town very racist very white um that's where they were and this is across the street from the jail that i was just in (laughs) so um so because of that like a lot of people were saying what they would have done i i know what i would have wanted to do i'd have took their shit i know what we think we would do in those situations but it's like with everything you never know until you're faced with it yourself and and if you did beat her ass like who do you think is going to go straight to jail you know what i mean in front of the jail. Like, I definitely I, <laughs> probably would have took one for the team just because I'm fucking blonde-haired white lady. Yeah, and you would have got released right away. And shit. Yeah, I yeah. probably would have got off easier than somebody with brown skin. Yeah. I, for sure I would have. For sure. So my brother goes there, and he's from 9 to 6, he's there. And him and a bunch of other people, you know, just waiting for the motherfuckers to come back. Um, a bunch of the community showed up, wrote chalk messages like, um, yeah. we see you, we love you, we're here, we're fighting with you, shit like that. Immediately fixed the uh, yep. the painting. 20 minutes after my brother leaves, a dude fucking pulls up, starts talking shit, and fucking pulls a gun on, on the see, people. See, I didn't even hear about that. Like, that didn't even... Um... The cops caught him immediately. Good. But when the dude got out, he looked like a Latino dude that was like, fuck black lives matter i don't know um, he looked a little tan but guess what uh not all racists are white i know <laughs> and that's where i'm gonna go in a minute but not like yeah yeah it's unfortunate a lot of latino people are racist as fuck and i will say mexicans for fucking sure one of the first words i ever heard in spanish was <clears throat> a racist word yep yeah 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 um 
And, you know, we've talked about it before, and I've said a lot of that came from jail, prison, Mm -hmm. you know, you know, being divided in prison and all that shit. But it's more like the colorism in the Latin community, too, and just how browner people are treated, even in their own fucking families. And, you know, my dad is a product of that, that self-hate, that fucking... You know, he had racist views for a long time that he finally grew out of. And it's just gross. I've talked about relatives of my own and that are Mexican and that I've cut off. And, you know, the one that had to be removed from the party that was drunk and shit, a story I told a couple Mm -hmm. weeks back, like he's Mexican. You know what I mean? I know firsthand that the attitude Um, I was dating someone that was Panamanian and um he was black panamanian yeah he looks and, like um, a black dude well he is a black dude so oh, okay yeah he's panamanian but he's black yeah we were in a restaurant in the mission in san francisco before and the family that ran the restaurant this restaurant had been there forever i remember going there when i was little like with my dad a mexican restaurant yes okay it's not there anymore. It closed down a couple of years ago, but um, it was it was there forever. It's like, you know, one of the oldest places that was on the mission. They had hella good food. We went there for dinner before um, us two. And we had a couple other people with us and the staff, Mexican staff, you know, he spoke speaks not great English. Right. Um, so he's, you know, ordering and talking to them, you know, in fluent fucking Spanish. Mm-hmm. That's his first language. They were so fucking rude to him, ignoring him. So fucking rude to him. We finally had to leave. Like, yeah, it's, it's really, really fucking gross. And, you know, we had talks about it and shit. And, um, of course I feel awful because it was my idea to go there and we're talking and I learn, you know, that in the Latin community, Mexicans are some of the worst when it comes to racism to, you know, Afro Latinos. And I, I really didn't know that, you know, I knew my own personal experiences, mm-hmm. but I didn't know that that's like a known fucking thing. And then I just see it more and more and more. And I follow a lot of social media pages of Chicano artists and people in the lowrider community, people, just artists, tattoo artists, painters, all kind of people in the Latin community, Mexicans, and they're fucking racist, um, posts and uh just they're very obvious with their racism do you think, and it's so fucking disappointing do you think well not do you think um this is kind of a a way that the system the white supremacist system is i think overlapped into other cultures um it's all cultures I, yeah i've read it's every culture it's every country has colorism you know what i mean indian people filipino people yeah. like browner skin is treated worse in every single country you know like yeah. skin bleaching is a thing you know what i mean like colorism runs fucking deep and it's just it's really gross and i've just noticed more lately like you know people in a perfect world people would like to see black and brown people united like we have a lot of the same struggles we've been through a lot of the same oppression um but they're not (laughs) they're not this you know they're not united like people wish and just so many fucking people um i had to out an artist that i was following for a while 
I was following her because she has a big social media following and I kind of was interested more in her business practices because of how she grew so fast mm-hmm. and she's not great. She's mediocre at best. And um, she she's kind of like a muralist. Mm-hmm. But what she does is she sells m- merch, um, really shitty fucking merch. I, I, I didn't that, think her art was very great when I went and looked. It's not great. It's it's really it's not good but she um she sells i mean it's fucked up to say that because art is like you know it's it's uh, interpretive right exactly so i mean i don't even really want to say that i don't want to insult her art yeah i want to insult her as a person so um she's fucking racist and i've known that she's been a shitty person for excuse me since i first started following her she would slip up sometimes and make little comments um she makes dolls, quote unquote dolls are her thing. And um, she never had a black one. And people would ask her, like, why, why don't you have a black one? Like, she's very, she's very just for her, for the Latin community. Like, that's it. And she doesn't try to hide it. And she's made comments before that have been offensive. People have called her out or whatever. And so she kind of cleaned it up a little bit. And then um, last week I was watching her story and um, <laughs> she posted you know, the Alote man, there, there's been a few of the corn, the corn man mm-hmm. or, you know, the one that walks around selling ice creams and shit. There's been some cases of them being attacked. Mm-hmm. OK, um, one of which was in Southern California or whatever. And he was attacked. He's an older man. He was attacked by like some young black dudes. Mm-hmm. OK, like that's awful. No one's saying that's not awful. No one's defending the kids that did that. Right. But you don't take that situation now and disregard like the oppression of black people and what they're going through and be like black people are no good or, you know, black people are a problem during these last few months during all of this protesting everything. She's been very quiet. Mm -hmm. She hasn't posted anything. She hasn't given back. I haven't seen her make any donations whatsoever. Nothing. I've seen people ask her about it in the comments. Like, why are you not, you know, speaking out or whatever? Right. Um, she, she'll ignore you. She's very fucking rude. She'll ignore you or she'll block you if you question her and like what she's doing. She's like just a shitty person. But, um, she did this video speaking out about the soldier, Vanessa, that got killed. Yeah. And then she was like talking about the elote man that got attacked and robbed. So she starts saying, man, fuck. And she's like laughing while she's saying this, which I don't get because what part was humorous. But she's like, um... Now they're fucking with Latins, like, damn, fuck, like, what's, what's going on in the world? And I, it just, I, I watched it and I was like, oh, so now it's a problem. Like, now you're worried about the world. But with people getting murdered by police and all this shit and no justice coming, you had nothing to say, right? That was the first part that rubbed me the wrong way. Right. So then she goes on this rant and she's standing in like a paint store and she goes, um, what sucks is it's always young black guys doing this shit. You know what? She goes, so if I do have any Afro-American followers or whatever, can y'all tell y'all little cousins or <gasps> y'all kids or, or whoever that they need to chill and not fuck with older Mexicans? And if they do, like, come fuck with some young Mexicans, like, and, and come get a beat down. What? She goes, but, um, yeah, can y'all tell y'all people to fucking chill? Like, basically, because it's always young black people. Black Bitch. people do all the crime. Oh, yeah, they're the worst. Like, that's the message that you're telling your platform oh of, like, almost 300,000 followers. That's what you're telling people. 
So I went off and I was like, oh, no, this bitch is out her motherfucking mind. Oh, and then she goes on to say, because I be in East L.A. driving around every day. And if I see it, I'll run their ass over. What and fuck? like, you racist fucking bitch. Like, I get this situation is unfortunate, but you don't blame. You don't say it's always young black dudes like bitch. What? Or just say, how about fucking punk kids? How about young people, period? How about everyone tell your young punk family members right. don't fuck with people or you know what I mean right. like like that's not who we're supposed to be attacking right now like right. you know you don't you don't know she she handled that totally wrong and her racism was showing right there's been examples of it in the past and just now she was more vocal about it accidentally so I got at her and I posted you know a whole but I posted the video clips mm-hmm. the bitch went and deleted them off her story and just didn't address so it. So when she does that, does it delete it off yours? No, because I saved it to my phone. <laughs> so um, she she just went and deleted it and didn't address it. And so I was like, oh, no. So I posted this shit on my story and I tagged her. And I was like, bitch, it's real disappointing. Like this bitch sand warner, her fucking um, racism is showing, you know, and this ain't the first example of it. But this right. is disgusting. Like if you follow her, you need to stop. So she writes me, she DMs me and she's like, everybody just needs to relax. Like, I didn't have bad intentions. We all just need to look out for the elote man. What? Bitch, do you not get what the issue is? <laughs> like, what? No, she, no. I'm not even being funny, but is she a little, is she slow at all? Or I think she's just trying to clean up what she said and not not giving a fuck enough to offer an apology. She never offered an apology. So later on, after me and her go back and forth and I'm telling her, nah, bitch. And I was like, don't come back out here with that shit. Like, don't like, cause I'll pull up and tell you how I feel in person about it. Yeah. Like don't, cause she's come out here doing her fake ass, trying to peddle her cheap ass merch in the past. And, um, you know, I just told her like, you come back out here and I'll let you know in person what I'm trying to say since you obviously don't get it. She goes on her story she blocks me from viewing her story, but mind you, I have an art page. I have our Hello Dysfunction page. Yeah. Like I could still go and watch her fucking story. Right. She blocks it, from, you know, me from seeing her story, but she don't block me from her page. Huh. So people are like, "Oh, she's on there now, um, but she's not apologizing," and she's basically just saying. Everybody just needs to calm down with everything going on. I know people are overly sensitive. <gasps> Everybody's really sensitive right now. That's but, hell of insulting. But we need to protect the elote man. This is what she keeps saying. So you stand by what the fuck you said. Right. You don't realize it's wrong. You're not backing out of what you fucking said. You're just deleting it to not have to have that conversation with people. You know, you fucking bitch. You racist fucking bitch. So she's just an example of one of those Mexicans that's racist and lets it show and shouldn't be supported. Did anybody else call her out? Hella people. Hella people were like, can you send me the videos? Yep. Boom. DM'd them straight to you. Um, They posted it. They told their followers, stop supporting this bitch. Like so many people sent me stories about how rude she's been to them, black women. Um, And about how they've asked her, you know, one of our listeners bought hella merch from her in the, in the past that they never received. (gasps) And she, and her shit's not cheap. No, she fucking um, wrote her and was like, you know, asking about tracking and shit. She went bad on her and was like, just send me the merch back when you get it and I'm going to send you your money. I'm not about to argue with you. And like being hell, like that's how you talk to your supporters, you piece of shit. What? And um, yeah, she's just, she's hella fucking rude. And she's just, she's very ignorant in a lot of shit she says anyway. Like um, 
sometimes with her art she'll put like a slogan or a message or whatever but she shames people for like having feelings in relationships and shit she'll be like don't be a punk ass bitch like he ain't calling you back because he's fucking somebody else right now so you need to not be a dumb ass bitch and just go get your money and like she talks shit to people like that in her comments that will like ask for help or ask for advice or whatever and she'll like shame them and call them names and shit she's so gross she's so fucking gross but like i said i only followed her before because i wanted to like just kind of get an idea of her business plan and like promotion and shit like what are you doing because your art is not great to me so you know but she's she's awful so if you follow her san warner you need to stop <laughs> she's just she's not a good person she fucking rips off her community um her biggest supporters are latina women in east la which is where she's from mm-hmm. and she sells them this shit that's marked up a thousand times cheap ass merchandise that you would get at a flea market that she gets printed up in santi alley in la downtown like that's not worth shit horrible quality falls apart and she marks it up a thousand times and she'll like offer you layaway Wow. Yeah, like she's she's fucked up and she don't do anything to give back to even her own community. I was so just it's gonna like, ask, does she no, at least give back to never, the Latin community? Never, never. Anything that she has, you gotta pay to be at. You have to be making a purchase to attend. Um, she won't take a selfie with you without what? charging. And she's like, Bitch, who do you think you are? Like, bitch, you ain't even nobody to be doing all that. But she does have a strong following and I don't fucking yeah. get it. I don't get it. But she like, bitch, you don't even look Look out for your own fucking community where you're from. So I don't really expect too much from you to look out for others in need. That's hella disappointing. Yeah, she's gross. She's really fucking gross. But I'm glad I posted it because a lot of people uh, told me like, you know, I'm I'm glad someone spoke up because when I said shit, she never responded to me. She just blocked me. At least she had a conversation with you. And I'm like, it didn't go nowhere because she didn't acknowledge what the fuck she was saying. She didn't apologize. She owned it. She deflects. That's how she feels. She likes to deflect and avoid. It's not even deflecting. It's just like, yeah, I said it. (laughs) Like, you're sensitive. You're sensitive and, you know, emotions are high. so gaslighting. Yeah, emotions are high right now, you guys. I get it, you know. But we're all, oh, that's another thing she said. But we're all right in how we feel. I'm right. You're right. What? We're all right in how we feel. We're all correct. Bitch, you're not correct. I don't think she's the smartest. (laughs) No. No, she's she's just gross. But everyone can have feelings, but bitch, everybody ain't right. Yeah. It's not how it works. That's just an example of that though, like um somebody in the Latin community that's hella gross and is obvious with their racism. So pay attention and just see like cuz I said before, I I noticed a lot of people that are like, "Oh, brown pride, brown pride, brown people against the police, all this shit." They'll push that, but they don't mention anything about black people. And it's mm-hmm. like, that's your punk ass way of being racist. You can't be open about it. So you're yeah. going to be really subtle and just be self-serving and speak about what affects you personally, not anyone else. You don't care about anybody else. Yeah, I don't get it. I don't it. like it. God damn. Yeah, it's gross. I'm going to smoke. <clears throat> yeah, let's take a break. <laughs> Thank mm-hmm. you. 
we're back. I have a nail appointment today. There you go. I'm just gonna get a pedicure because I realized um, it's a waste for me to be getting nails right now because my nails are growing hella fast for one thing. So I need to fill in like a week. Mm -hmm. And also, um, no one's seeing them. I know. <laughs> I don't want to sound like I don't want to sound like showing off is the only reason I like to get them. But I'm not going anywhere, so I, I don't have to do myself up to be at home. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it I feels agree. it feels like a fucking waste. Um, also, there was this urgency to get my nails done when I didn't think I had the option anymore. Mm -hmm. So once private appointments became an option, it was like, eh. Now the desire faded. Yeah. So, but a pedicure, of course, you know. I like got to keep up with that. that. Yeah. Definitely agree. So I'm just going to get a pedicure. I hope they're not like, damn, bitch, are you broke? Like, why don't you <laughs> want that's all you want? Okay. But um, I know I have that this afternoon. I did the fattest thing that I've probably ever done in my life. I um signed up for Wiener Schnitzel Rewards on my phone <laughs> to go to my phone so they send wow. me coupons and apparently they have a point system i don't know you earn a free corn dog or something wow you don't even get to choose your treat i don't even think you do but you get discounts on like their sh their candy shakes which are really good <laughs> they have the nutter butter shake that no one else seems to offer it's wow. really good it's not vegan but and their chili cheese fries i will lay down and die for i'm still like i love since the polish sandwiches since childhood i've always been about their chili cheese fries so I was like, you know, y'all raise y'all prices like every year. Sign me the fuck up. And I just seen a sponsored post for them. And they were like into your phone number, blah, blah, blah. And then you like. You're like done. <laughs> Fucking done. Then you confirm it on your phone. You got to like text back yes and all this. And Yours I, is I all did in it. Capitals. It was. I'm it was. so excited. So I did it. And I was like, okay, well, I, I did that. And then I felt this guilt, this shame after like, bitch, you're fucking out of pocket. You don't even go there like that to be. But I was excited. It's how I might have that for dinner. I don't know. <laughs> I, um, I do it at the gas station, their loyalty programs and shit, because I'm constantly buying cigarettes. Well, yeah, that makes sense. But this isn't for like gross fast food. You know what I mean? That's different. Wiener special is really good. I really, yeah. I'm yeah. a fan. I've, I've been a, a long that time fan. That actually sounds really good right now. I was thinking I'm probably going to get some chili cheese fries for dinner. I fuck with their jalapeno poppers and their nutter butter shakes. They're good too. So I don't yeah. know. Sign me up. I'm a fan for sure. Yeah. That's hella funny. <laughs> I felt guilty. Um, You read about Ghislaine Maxwell? Yes. What, what did you find out about her? I know she got transferred. So that's basically it. And I read that she's willing to cooperate. Yeah. I'm like, are they, they better have all cameras on her. They better have a guard sitting yeah. there awake. Make sure that motherfucker is awake. Yep. Babysitting. Yep. And so one of the things that keeps going around in a lot of shit, a lot of true crime stuff I'm reading is mm -hmm. that there's this photo of Jean Benet Ramsey. I saw it. I finally saw it yesterday after you mentioned it. Yes, and and it says this is the last photo taken of, of Jean, Jean Benet, mm -hmm. and it's a, like a side profile, partial side profile of a woman, and it really looks and a lot yeah, like her. It does, and I don't know if you heard this, but they're saying that a woman, um, 
Madeline McCain. Remember when that little girl went missing? Yeah, from... one of the fucking sketches suspects was a woman. Yes, and what happened was, um, excuse me. So the two men suspects that they, you know, were seen on the property or whatever that they had been looking for were two men. One was heavier set, mm-hmm. one was slimmer, and the sketches look exactly like Joe Podesta and his brother, mm-hmm. right? Who were all caught up in that child I sex ring that. shit. That was the first creepy thing, right? But now I'm reading about, um, it was in Spain. Mm-hmm. A woman outside of a pub walked up to a British tourist thinking that it was someone she was waiting for to meet Mm -hmm. and said do you have the girl do you have the child and this was right after the abduction of madeline mccain and the woman in that sketch looks exactly like um galaine maxwell wow so now they're tying her to that and they're like super curious if she's going to be able to give any information about that or and or confirm if that you know if she was caught up in that in the jean benet case um when i was reading some stuff apparently there were two unknown dna's samples on her and uh they don't you know they don't know um it would make so much sense because you know jean benet's family was rich was rich rich and you know they there it's very they um, were heavily evolved involved in um the pageantry world and also Fuck, now my mind went blank. They have ties to very suspicious people. A law firm. A law firm that... um, Was linked to someone else. Jean Bonnet's father uses, I want to say, is tied to Epstein. Mm -hmm. I I, I think that's who it is. And they were saying it's really weird at this law firm. There's a pool. You can go swim in the pool and shit. At the law firm? Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of weird because there's hella extra correct curricular activities to do at law firms. Like, why would yeah? Yeah, so there was a lot of weird shit I was reading. It's creepy, and I really, really am hoping she gets the chance to tell, tell. on people. Yeah, I hope she does. And, and I don't want her receiving no slap on the wrist. No, bitch. I mean, of course they will have to give her some kind of yeah. deal. That's just how it is, which yeah. sucks. But, um, like expose these people you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. people are getting away with it I, it's just your time's up <sighs> the time is up what i mean yeah there were some posts that i thought were real that said she tested positive for covid <laughs> I saw that. and i was like oh no that's not i like searched it and i was like oh that's not real I, but i was gonna say they're about to kill her There's, like they're gonna use that as go. the, that's perfect fucking excuse for her dying perfect but god i, I really hope that she can speak on that because she has ties to everybody and you just knowing shit she knows so much that she's responsible for like I said before, that documentary just barely scratched the surface. Like yeah. it didn't even talk about all the young children. Nope. It only talked about the teenage girls. Yep. And while that is horrible, it's not as horrible as there's a fucking five year old, a three year old. You know what I mean? Like there's shit. Oh, God. Yeah. Get them all. Arrest them all. Do you know where she's being held? I don't know where she's being she held. She got transferred to Brooklyn to a federal prison in brooklyn and i'm like isn't that where epstein was isn't that the main federal building jail where he was and if it is i hope y'all got y'all cameras fixed right (laughs) i hope say they're broke you got your guards on caffeine like i hope that y'all stay awake give them coke bumps yes don't let her have no blankets or sheets or shoelaces like 
Oh no, don't let that same shit happen. If they do, I'll be so disappointed. So fucking disappointed if they if they try to say that she killed herself. Dude. Because then it's just obvious. Obvious. Yeah, you're There's... just protecting the higher ups. Yeah, I'm very, very curious to see what happens with this. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm, I hope it um, speeds along. Yeah, me too. For sure. I'm, I heard she's due to appear in court really soon, so. Really? Yeah. So Good. at least we'll hopefully get some updates. Good. I want to know. Um, <clears throat> did you see that Nike removed all Redskins apparel? No. Yeah, that's a big move for, you know, that corporation. And um, a lot of people, of course, are angry about it. Um, even Trump <laughs> had some shit to say about that and the changing of names, team names and shit. And like the Cleveland Indians and shit. Trump like made some bullshit tweets about that. Like, you know, we've we've named them in pride, not in like uh, like we're not trying to say something bad. Like it was all in pride how they, these names came about. They're fucking offensive. I don't care what your motive was. They're offensive. Like. Right. The Washington Redskins. Yeah. And the Cleveland Indians, like, don't, yeah, so, um, like I said, um, of course, hold cops accountable and all that is number one, and charge the cops that killed Breonna Taylor is number one, Um, y'all are doing all this other shit, but it does still matter. You know what I mean? Like it does, that stuff counts too. Like it's, it's time. All of that shit needs to be updated also. But I feel like that definitely comes second to holding murdering cops accountable. And you know, that, that has to be dealt with first. Damn. Well, good for Nike for pulling all of that. Yeah. I thought that was a big move. I'm curious to see if Nike will, um, stop using cheap labor probably not i told you i googled clothing companies that do not use slave labor and the list is probably three it was like levi and that's it (laughs) like everything else was like an independent excuse me super expensive clothing company that only offered like you know a certain style i'd Mm -hmm. say of clothes that isn't like everyday wear type shit um, it's, it was depressing to Damn. see because I thought for sure there were more companies than just that, right. that, um, did not use slave labor. You know, we had this whole discussion before when mm-hmm. Fashion Nova, you know, started right. all those lawsuits for, you know, using slave labor and shit in the factories in LA and stuff. And, um, you know, that documentary came out about fast fashion mm-hmm. that's on Netflix and it made me feel all guilty about buying leggings and shit from H&M and stuff but when you search literally every company uses slave labor it's fucked up it's really so I thrift as much as I can you know what I'm saying like I've had people ask me like do you feel bad about using these companies and it sucks because when you don't when you can't afford other more expensive options it's like you're stuck you don't really have a choice but to buy from a lot of these problematic ass companies so i think the only thing that can kind of really help is to thrift as much as possible agree so then you're not you know giving them more money yeah and funding the creation of more clothing on top of what's already out yeah so yeah that's it's pretty fucked up shit um, have you read anything about Halle Berry in the news? No. And what she did? No. So this is like, 
okay, um, I'm not going to make excuses for her. I will say in the past I've used terms or maybe not been um, familiar with like the most uh, up-to-date terms that are correct in like when talking about gender Mm -hmm. and shit like that like I still don't know like cis female and shit means like I don't know what a lot of those terms mean even Mm -hmm. to this day um trans people the trans women that I used to work with in the city and shit I always called them trannies and I called them trannies because they called themselves trannies and like when I would hire them for clients and stuff they would be like hey like ask your other tricks like are they cool with we would say either t-girls or trannies Mm -hmm. and that was terms that I you know really used because they used them you know what I mean now that's problematic that's not what you're supposed to call trans women So, you know, just learning, sometimes we learn late is what I'm saying. Okay. This, she made a blunder that, see, but she's not a regular person either though. Like you have PR people and shit that should be teaching you this shit so that you don't publicly make a fucking asshole of yourself. I'm scared to hear what she said. Yeah. So, okay. There's a film. She got an offer to play a role as a trans man in a film. Wait, is it a trans? Yeah, trans man in a film. Okay. So at first, um, she made, she accepted it. And um, she went and did an interview. And she was describing the film. I'm going to read to you just what was said, okay? Because I don't want to get it wrong. You know what? I think I might have seen something about people being outraged that they didn't get an actual trans man to play the right, part. Right, right. So what ended up happening is she's, she, after they tore her ass up for it, she stepped down and she said, you know, I think trans people need to get these roles to tell their own stories. So I'm no longer going to play this part, right? Okay, good for her. Good for her. But part of me is like, did you have to get tore up first to understand that? And mm-hmm. your wording in this interview was like fucking not cool. <laughs> so right. I'm going to read to you uh, a what... direct quote. Yes. Okay. Um, so her wording, okay, it says Hallie revealed she was previously preparing for a role in which she'd portray a transgender man. Now, these are her words, quote, it's it. Okay. You can't say she like, all right, I'm not going to do that. I'm just going to read it for her. So it's a character where the woman is a trans character. So she's a woman that transitioned into a man, Barry explained, quote, she's a character in a project I love that I might be doing. She continued, this project got pitched to me right when I was on the brink of making bruised and making my dictatorial debut. And I so was in the mindset of getting in the body to play that, but this got pitched to me. And I thought after I do this movie, that's the character I'm going to play. So she was like, you know, saying she was excited about it. Um, (laughs) She later said who this quote, who this woman, this woman was so interesting to me. And that will probably be my next project. And that will require me cutting all my hair off. She plainly stated. So even regular, degular ass me, (laughs) you know what I'm saying? Knows when you're talking about a trans person, whether or not it's a character or, you know, a fictional character, a real person, whatever, 
you call them by what they're identified as, a what man. they identify as themselves, a right? Man. So she's saying she, woman, she, her, she, like, what are you fucking doing? Yeah, like, it was kind of hard for me to follow for a minute because yeah. it was so... Why are you in an interview basically promoting this role for this person and you're calling them a she and a woman and a her instead of saying this man? Oh, God. So I it's like, like oh, my God. So I read all this shit, just people tearing her up. Like, Damn. that felt right to you? Are you serious? And so I, you know, part of me is like, you know, I understand the learning late part because especially if you don't know someone personally that's trans, you may not know what's correct and what's not. Right. I don't know. But at the same time, like, it's just common ass sense. Well, if that person identifies as a man, you call him a man. Right. And if you have a whole crew around you. Yeah. You have advice. You have PR. Like, you have that people. That before you go yes. out would be like, hey, Hallie, guess what? Yeah. Make sure you call him the right fucking pronoun. Right. Because this is what they identify as. Yeah. So, um. Damn. She backed out of the role. And, um, it's just, yeah, that's fucking crazy. I yeah, I did. That was awful. Yeah, I did see something about people tearing her up for, um, accepting the role and for these producers and shit not hiring yeah trans people yeah. to play these roles right because I'm sure just, they're out there of course of course and it just goes back to like you know even like I said in Frida like have people play the race that they're they're uh, portraying yeah. like hire the people that are that race like it's just common ass sense why are you dressing anyone up yeah why are you dressing anyone up as a person like you can hire a person that is of that same talented enough to yes, play the role of course of course wow so yeah that, i just thought that was gross on her part and hopefully she takes this lashing that she's getting from all directions on right. social media and shit and and just learn from it and don't make them mistakes again. Ugh, yeah. I would hide for a little bit for sure. Yeah. Um, so did you see the bubonic plague case? Yes. In Mongolia. Yes. And so I just wanted to share something. So there was a case discovered um, in Inner Mongolia, a herdsman. They believe he um, had contact with, because there's a lot of marmots in the area, which is a type of rodent. Mm-hmm. Anytime you have a bunch of rodents anywhere, there's a chance. Right. So bubonic plague is treatable with antibiotics. It's a really simple treatment. And that can only be transferred from infected fleas. Pneumonic plague is the one above it that is scarier that can be transferred person to person through droplets. But it's still treatable also. Yeah. If yeah. if caught um, within a certain amount of time, your odds are great. Yeah. Um. Here in the U.S., I don't know if people realize this, but we have at least seven cases of bubonic plague a year. A year. Yeah. And it's usually in the rural western states where there is a high rodent, rodent population. population. Yeah. So it's not... Um, it's fear-mongering is what people yeah. are doing. So now it's like um, the media is like, oh, China again. Like, yes. you know, look, now they're going to give us this. Everybody yep. fucking panic. We yep. all heard like some kind of story about the bubonic plague killing thousands. It was like a plague. It was like yes. deadly back in the 1800s yes. or something, like yes. back in the day. But I just remember reading, you know, over the years, like there's always a small number of cases of this shit and it's yes. treatable now. Now, like we're 
We we have seven yeah. a year here and you never hear about Stop it. Stop trying to make people panic and be racist. Yes. Stop trying that's what to, ends up happening. Yeah. It's, it's that same China shit that fucking yep. Trump does. Yep. So don't freak out yeah. because guess Relax. what? Here in the U.S. We have them. We get that shit too. <laughs> exactly. Multiple. Just the fact that that they decided to highlight a case in China was very mm-hmm. intentional. Like it wasn't I, like, definitely. oh, in, in New Hampshire, there was a case of, you know. like in you, England. Yeah. No, you definitely did that for a yep. reason. Yep. Fuck you, them. You dug that up and did that on purpose. Mm-hmm. And that was a really lot of shitty. people I saw freaking out about it though. Like calm down. <laughs> oh gosh. Mm-hmm. See, and that's exactly what it's meant to do. Yeah. Um, really quick, the Oakland Zoo, um, right now is needing donations. Anybody with fruit trees and in it that has an Go excessive amount That's of fruit. really sweet. That gives you bags. <laughs> yeah. They need, um, fruit do- donations to feed the animals. They're running short. So if you have fruit trees in your yard or your neighbor does, and if the shit's just yeah, on the ground them and find rotting, out how to donate them. Yep. So there's that. That would be fun to feed them. I'll bring bags as long as I could feed it to them. I want to feed the giraffes. <laughs> Let me feed the gorillas bananas and apples and stuff. And yeah, I'll bring you all you want. I'll sit there very quietly. I'm very patient <laughs> with the babies. Yes. I I'll wear the it. little Oakland Zoo polo shirt and everything. With the little fucking the hat. <laughs> A visor. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. I will behave. Yeah, for sure. That would be, oh, that would be a joy. You know, that would make my fucking year. Did um, you um did you read about ICE and their latest bullshit? No. So now, okay, so Harvard is one of them, but um for whatever students are here on visas oh, to God. attend universities, Harvard is one that's just said they've announced that um they're gonna be online only for two for the next school year for right. two thousand twenty one or whatever. So ICE is now ordering people that are here on student visas. If your school switches to online, you have to get out. What? Yes. So now we're going after people that have visa, student visas. You have to get out. And why do we think that's all right? Right. Because we are racist and we want anyone that's here out. Like. So what <laughs> happens if two months into online only, they're like, okay, we're going to start doing once a week or something. Right. So then what? I don't know. I don't know, but that's the latest. And they I can't like, be bored. Who, ICE? Yeah, they can't oh, yeah. be fucking bored with as much turmoil as they oh, fucking cause. Oh, I know. Cause. They're just finding new ways, new creative ways to uh, try to go after everyone, That's basically. fucking really, yeah. really disgusting. Yeah, these, these are like our future doctors and our future fucking right. people we need. You know what I mean? Educated population that we need possible epidemiologists and and so are you worried about criminals or what because before it was about criminals right and like people that aren't doing shit and like taking up jobs supposedly that myth um now you're going after students like get the fuck out of here i'm so tired of them fucking defund ice get rid of ice period abolish yes completely abolish ice oh my god that's fucking real heartbreaking honestly It is because also we don't know what schools are going to do that. You know, like that's a very realistic possibility that all schools are going to do that. I heard we're almost in the fall. Yeah, we're almost in the fall. So it's like that. It sucks. 
it also sucks that these universities are charging full tuition too. oh my god right yeah they're still charging Shitty as fuck. harvard is charging 50 grand a year and switching to online only like you should give me a discount because i can't get hands-on right. help if i need it or you know give me a break greed girl greed yeah it's all fucking greed so i read that i thought that was like super fucked up um Speaking of fucking police and shit, I have a story. Fucking, I completely forgot about this. This is back during the time where uh, my friend that just passed away, um, we lived in that apartment complex. Mm-hmm. And we had had a party at our apartment for another friend. It was her birthday. And all of us were over there. And Richard came over <laughs> with uh, his friend Petey. And he was young, God. I, he was, he was. You know, he's six years younger than me, and I think I was, like, 22. Oh, yeah. I forget that he's that much younger than you. Yeah. I think I was, like, 22. Because he runs his mouth like he thinks he's one of us. <laughs> like, <laughs> I forget you're just a little kid. I think he was 16. So him and his friend Petey are over there. You know, we're smoking weed. There's all type of fucking drugs in the apartment and shit. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Rich calls one of his friends who, I guess, I, if I remember correctly, this friend had his weed, and he wanted his friend to drop off his weed. So he's calling his friend. I remember we're on the balcony. I'm smoking. And I just hear Richard start talking hella shit. Talking about, fuck you, bitch. I'm not, you know, I'm not a punk. Come fight me. I'll pull up, pull up, right? Mm -hmm. And I'm like, who are you talking to? And he was like, someone stole fucking, I want to say his friend's name was Sean. Someone stole Sean's phone and is trying to act like they're the fucking police. And I don't give a fuck. And woody won't won't. He was like, I'm going to beat their ass. He was like, I want my fucking weed, blah, blah, blah. (laughs) So he's on the phone talking big shit. Gives these motherfuckers the address. My house, okay, to pull up so he could fight these dudes, all right, who took his friend's Regardless, shit. Okay, how about this? Regardless of who it is, how about you have them pull up down the street? Don't. Don't ever. Girl. I don't care who it is. Do not ever have someone pull up to your house. I'm high and drunk. I'm like, what the fuck are you doing, right? <laughs> We're all fucking smashed, dude. People are off ecstasy, all coke, all type of shit. We get it. There's a pounding at the door. I opened the door. Oh, they pulled up. I opened the door. You know who's standing there? Who? The motherfucking highway patrol girl, because it really was the police he was talking big shit to. You know what? Richard, you're never coming over again. Girl, I called my mom immediately and was like, Richard is out of fucking control. We're fucked up over here. He has the police showing up here. He he really thought it was someone lying about being the police. And girl, he was talking big shit. And it was the fucking cops. I would say 90% of the time, if someone gets a phone or steals a phone, they're not going to pretend they're the cops. Dude. (laughs) Oh, my God. Why did he think they were faking? Like, were they cussing at him or something? Why did he assume? Yeah, they were talking shit like they were going to fight him back. Like, they were talking. They were probably dying laughing. Like, we're about to pull up on this bitch right now. And he's over there going, bitch, I want my motherfucking weed and shit. You know, weed was not like what it is today back then. (sighs) You got arrested for weed. Yeah, yeah. They could not wait to show up. Dude, everyone in the house. Was he still at your house? Yes. What did he say? I was like, Richard, get the fuck out of here. You better go with the cops. <laughs> you gotta go Now with you the go cops. talk to them and tell them what you wanted to do. If I remember rightly, my mom showed up to pick him up. My, oh, you know, the people I lived with were God. like, what the fuck? Your brother is off the hook. 
Oh my God. Don't ever tell someone where you're at. <laughs> he learned that day yeah. never to do that. He's lucky it was the police. What if it was somebody kicking in your door to fuck y'all Girl, up? You need to go meet at Cheese, <laughs> Cheese Park like everybody else did in high school. You go to Cheese Park right now. That's where you fight. Bitch, don't give them my address. I was fucking paranoid as fuck when I opened the door and it was the cops, dude. Oh, my God. Drunk, high, all type of shit. Oh, that was wild. Oh, my God. That's hilarious. Oh, I want to kill him. Yeah, I would, too. I want to fucking kill him. Ruin our party. Now it's hella funny, but at the moment, I was like, oh, my God. So what happened? Did they fuck with y'all or they were just like, who's the little shit talker that was on the phone? Yep, that's all they wanted. They, they, thank God they didn't tear y'all shit mm-hmm. up and find out what was really going on in there. Yeah, they didn't really have a reason to come in. I mean, not but, that that stops them, but well, re- yeah. Um, oh my God. Yeah, Dennis the Menace, girl. <laughs> asshole, he was for real. Dennis the Menace. Um, so someone wrote in and asked to hear our favorite fighting stories. I don't think you even have any. Cause I, don't I don't watch fights. Or... No, I'm getting in fights. I, I'm. Have you ever been in a fight? Yeah, I've been in like three. The latest with who? I've um, never known you to get in a fight. The last fight I got in, I was probably twenty-three. Uh-huh. And are you fighting people you know or like these were what? people I didn't know? And um, you know, I'm not a fighter. I'm a peacemaker. And uh, I can't even imagine that. It was me and two of my friends. Uh, the ones I live with, my friend and her boyfriend, and we were hella drunk. And we pulled up to Jack in the Box, and there was a car in front of us that was full of fucking people. Um, was this some Asian girls? Yeah. Maybe I did hear this story it was before. Dudes and girls. Yeah. Okay. I think I did hear that story before. Yeah. And um, in the drive-through. Yep. And one of the dudes got out, and they were hella drunk, and he ran over my friend's car like with his feet, like jumped on the hood. Oh. Ran over the car. <laughs> And so she jumped down and she was like, hey, what the fuck? You're tripping, you know? And she, she's a way bigger shit talker. So she's talking hella shit. Well, they all hop out of that car, right? Mm-hmm. And then we don't realize the car in front of them is also with them. And they all hop out the car. So oh, there, great. There's like 15 people. Great. At, mm, 12 at least. And there's three of us. <laughs> her dude is the only guy with us and it's me and her. So I'm in the back seat. It's a two door. I'm watching through the window. She's talking hella shit. And, but I see them all surrounding her and I'm like, help me fucking get this seat up. Let me out. Cause you know, yeah. I'm going to go out and play peacemaker and fucking I get out and I'm like, Hey, everyone's fucked up. And I'm fucking drunk. I'm like, everyone's fucked up. We don't want no problems, you know, oh, fucking blah, blah, blah. I'm like, come on, Steph. Well, dude, they start surrounding me. And I don't know if you've ever been surrounded by 12 people, but that's a real fucked up feeling. Like, yeah. So I just fucking hauled off and socked one girl and socked the other girl. And then a guy socked me in the side of my head. <gasps> Thank God I was drunk because I didn't you feel, didn't feel it. it. Yeah. That's and good. but I was able to be like, come on, Steph, let's just go get back in the car. This ain't going to end well for us for real. Yeah. Um. But I, I, I had a shiner. Like right A here. black eye? I had a little bit of oh. a black eye. Yeah. But I haven't... You know, I'm peacemaker. I don't yeah. really... I don't fight. Is like that your that. favorite? 
I, girl, you already know I don't have favorite fights. <laughs> no. So um, I have some ridiculous ones, but I fight a lot. I'm the opposite. I've always gotten fights, like, from birth. And so um, I would just say I don't have a favorite, but, like, the most memorable one that, like, left an impression I was in San Francisco. I was like dating somebody from the city at the time. And it was me and a cousin. And we were out there like going to meet him or something. We were out there at some point to see him. We stopped and went to this liquor store. And um, this girl pulled up next to us. She had to be drunk. It wasn't a girl. It was like a lady. It was like a Mexican lady. And you could tell she was like with the shit. And she pulled up and she was like, singing along to a song and shit hella loud by herself um got out the car and shit and was like staring us down we were like about to walk into the store too and she just pulled up while we were getting out and she like was like what the fuck y'all looking at the wrong thing to say to me especially back at that time Mm -mm. um she starts like mouthing off and I'm like I turn to my cousin I'm like who is this bitch talking to right And she's like, bitch, I'm talking to you. And so I'm like, oh, here we go. So we end up fighting and, you know, the bitch is getting her ass whooped. I, (laughs) so we took turns. I don't want to say we jumped her, but we took turns for sure. And, you know, we're beating this bitch's ass. And at one point I remember stomping on her face and it was squishy. Ew. And I had on fucking, I still remember I had on Jordan ones and I remember stomping her face and it being like my foot slipping. Like I couldn't, it was like gross. It was really the grossest feeling you could feel under your fucking foot, but it was from skin on her face, like moving. And then we ended up taking her car keys and like taking her money and shit. And we left her there. We were like, bitch, fuck you. Actually, we, we were going to meet the dude after we went to the store because when we left his house, her car was still there. And I remember thinking now she's going to, and it was like an old car. So I was like, now she's going to have to get another key or something like fuck her. And we threw it like in the street, down the street or whatever after. But I'd say that was the most memorable because it's such a gross feeling to, it's like a, I can't even watch fight videos. Yeah. Yeah. I can, unless they're really bad. If it's just a regular fight, it's whatever, but I, I can't watch them if they're, if they're like uh someone getting super fucking hurt it's instant like fucking um ptsd side effects like fucking sick to my stomach i just feel bad i always feel so bad like yeah well she started it she for sure started it we weren't even on none of that we were happy and like you know yeah definitely she started mouthing off and yeah um you know I'm not with the jumping people shit either so it it definitely wasn't that it was like it was like I hit her hella times and then she was wild I remember her being fucking wild and then like at one point I stepped back and then my cousin was fighting her (laughs) and we've done that a few different times because me and her have gotten in fight fights with hella hella different people but never like at the same time yeah and I've been jumped so I don't play that shit yeah I don't go out jumping people like I don't have to that's, yeah. that's if you can't fight you know what I mean but that bitch was all over the place so she ended up fighting with both of us oh god but yeah I bet she regretted it after because that shit it went it went way fucking left for I her ass how she got her fucking car she yeah probably had to have it towed yeah whenever we left dude's house I remember driving by and we were cracking up because the car was still there and the store was closed so I was Damn. like whatever hopefully somebody will turn her keys in we didn't throw them a hella far away but it was like down the street a little bit damn fuck that bitch <laughs> whoever she is it's still fuck her right um somebody wrote in and they wanted to 
talk to us about defriending people in real life. It sounds like she's struggling with that. That's hard. I'm the queen of that shit. <laughs> but I'm like a person. I'm the cutoff queen. I'll cut off family, whoever. If you're not fucking, I don't have no problem with this. So for me, it's not that hard. Um, if it's somebody you hella love and you're attached to, you know, I have had, you know, feelings of sadness, you know, but if it's necessary and if a person is a problem or causing problems in my life, like I've had to cut off people that were the closest people to me, but it was just like, I was constantly getting in shit when I was with that person because, you know, they were a shit starter and I would end up being the finisher. And, you know, I've had situations like that where people would just were not good for me in that way. I've had had to cut people off that are toxic to me and just like, don't treat me well, or, you know, yeah. uh, You just got to like, assess the situation and if it's if it's best for you to separate yourself you have to look out for you more than you worry about guilt or something for cutting someone off you know I'm just at the point in my life where I don't think everything deserves a conversation either so if it's something that is causing harm to you your life your mental health your well-being, and if that conversation will make it harder for you yeah um is that punk shit to not have the conversation because I've done that quite a bit and no. just phased people out no because I, don't I think so. um honestly like with with one of the people I didn't have the conversation because I didn't want to I didn't want to hurt them yeah and I knew I was separating myself but I didn't want to there was no way that I could have the conversation and not hurt their feelings right so I just didn't I just slowly stopped returning phone calls and slowly stopped answering text messages and then eventually you know we stopped talking altogether and I I think that's all right yeah I think that's okay there doesn't have to be some big blowout right unless you have to look out for yourself and your own well-being and your own mental health that has to be number one in any situation with a friend with family with anybody you you're the only person that's looking out for you so you have to put yourself first yeah you know unless this is um are you are are they at their wits end is this I didn't get any details but um she put like emojis like you know it's obviously hard like something she's upset about doing yeah and, and struggling with how to do it I wouldn't say there's just a right way to do it. I, I know that feeling. Do what works for you. Yeah. I know that feeling of feeling obligated, like I owe them an explanation or whatever. Mm-hmm. But if that's going to be more hurtful for you, I wouldn't even say you need to do that. Right. Right. Because, you know, people tend to have excuses, especially if you're making a decision they might try to talk you out of it, you know? Yeah. So it, it, you're leaving a window open for that, for even having a conversation. Yeah. So not all situations are deserving of that conversation. Right. It just uh, seems like stress if you already have your mind made up. Yeah. I say do the slow phase. Yeah. They'll get the hint. And yeah, I felt like that was the the least hurtful way that I could do it. And I feel like if you do the slow phase, if it's someone you really love and you do the slow phase, then that there's not a big blowout. There's not hurtful words exchanged. Right. And then there that leaves time for possibly growth and maybe a reconnection later. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. Unless, you know, you don't fucking care anymore. But it sounds like she cares. Yeah, definitely. You know? Yeah, I wouldn't feel bad if you if you don't um, want to talk about it. Yeah. 
Not at all. Um, have you watched anything? Just the Unsolved Mysteries reboot. <clears throat> I liked it. Did you like it? I like the old one way better. Oh my God. So people that were really into the old one all say that because that element isn't there. The, Robert the music Stack made it. The smoke in the alley in the dark in a trench coat. Didn't he wear a his trench voice, coat? His voice. His is voice. Everything. All of that made the show, right? For you guys. I feel like they should have used old voiceovers. Maybe for legality, legal reasons they couldn't. But yeah. I feel like they should have at least um, used his voiceover for certain shit. I think so many people had it. that hope for that to be included it's and were like let down. It's just like any other crime show now, except yeah. we don't know what happens at the end. Mm-hmm. The stories, I will say, holy shit. Yeah, the stories were good. There's only like six? Five. Five, and, and I watched all of good. them in one day, Me and too. I was like, wow. Well, too. Yep, I, they were good stories, so I like it, and I hope they continue it, but I wasn't someone that uh, really watched that back in the day. So I don't, I didn't have that, you know, I wasn't hoping for that nostalgic feeling of oh, all girl, the. Oh, it was my childhood. Yeah. When I think of Unsolved Mysteries, I think of, that's how I became like a murderino <laughs> yeah. with my Nona at like six, seven years old, eating ice cream at 1130 at night, watching Unsolved Mysteries. Yeah. I've, well, it's it's definitely worth watching still, it is. but you should go in knowing you're not going to get that experience. There's no Robert. <laughs> There's no alleyway. No. Nope. There's no trench coat. Nope. <laughs> Nope, there's no scary voice. Nope, don't get your hopes up. Yeah, so. Yeah. I, I watch it, though. The stories are very interesting. Yeah, they were good. And I hope they fucking get solved with this exposure now. You yeah. know, because they're real cases. So yes. hopefully, um, yeah, because some of those were just like, holy shit. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> um, that's, I think that's all. I've, yeah, that's all I've watched, honestly. Yeah. I didn't really watch much. I watched, um, you know, Jane Elliott, mm-hmm. that teacher that um, teaches just like race. Mm-hmm. She does a lot of, um, she goes on talk shows and does interviews and everything. And she's been a teacher for hella years. She's an old lady now. Um, if you guys aren't familiar, she just, her whole thing is race. And she teaches that like we're all the human race. And she points out, um, things that aren't true that are taught in history and schools and stuff mm-hmm. like the maps like that's a big thing for her is how maps are not accurate and they they display the unit the united states and shit as way bigger on the map than it actually is in comparison to other countries right. and how it's all it's all systemic and it's all you know it's it's racist yeah. and um that's her thing. So I started watching on YouTube some of her talk show appearances and shit from back in like 91. And she was on Oprah. There's an episode of Oprah that I watched and she did an experiment with the audience. And it was basically a brown eyes versus blue eyes argument. And um, she separated all the people and she treated all the people with blue eyes like shit basically mm-hmm. treated them like fucking shit and the, the those people all lost their shit and they were like you know before she told them it was an experiment they were like how can you treat based on eye color like that means nothing that means nothing and it was just <laughs> one of those haha moments because she's sitting back on the stage the whole time like yeah you're right you're absolutely right just you know taking it all in she's not agreeing with them but she's mm-hmm. listening and it's just one of those moments where it's like listen to yourself now apply that same 
thinking to race and to skin right. color instead of eye color, you fucking idiots. And it was she was just pointed it out and was like, now see how uncomfortable and fucked up you feel. And, you know, right. now imagine if you felt that every day of your life, because that's how people live in this country. And it's yeah. not right. And she just she has a good way of flipping situations on white people that they would not otherwise otherwise feel mm-hmm. ever, ever in their life or consider or even think about, you know yeah. what I mean? Because it doesn't apply to them. Yep. She's really fucking good about that. But if you just search her name, um, Jane Elliott, on YouTube, like lots of her mm-hmm. her fucking seminars and all kinds of shit will come up that you can watch. And they're all just really fucking informative and everybody should watch it because yeah, she's I've a smart, a smart lady. Yeah, I've watched a few of them. She was even on um, Red Table Talk with Jada Pinkett. And mm. um, I don't know. I don't know if I agree 100% with a lot of her theories. Like they sound really good and I would hope them to be true but I don't know like I would want to know what supporting evidence she has to back up some of her claims because she does say her thing is weren't there are no separate races like we all just started to look different and shit based on our location and our distance from the equator Mm -hmm. but that we all originally came from a black woman yes 500,000 years ago the Eve gene and so she says that's her whole argument and so what she says is like, you know, I, she, she even says like, she has blue eyes, but she's like, I'm only, I only look like this because of my distance from the equator. And, you know, we're all the same family. If you trace it back, you know, she, she poses a good argument, but then it's just like, we're all, we're also so different, like as far as language and culture and, you know, appearance, of course. And like, I don't know, like, are we all the same or can we all just appreciate differences? You know, I don't, I'm not with the whole, and she's not either. So it's like, I, I need to watch more because she's not with the whole melting pot thing. Like mm-hmm. she likes people to stand out for their differences, mm-hmm. but then she also argues that we all come from the same. So I don't know. It's, it's yeah. very interesting to watch. Yeah. So I, I watched a little bit of that. And then um, one TV, not really a correction, but kind of a correction. A listener had wrote in about it. Um, when we talked about the office and that episode that got pulled for a supposed blackface, mm-hmm. it wasn't that character isn't blackface. I know it was. A... So, um, it's called a bell's nickel. Yeah. And it's German. Yeah. And someone, a listener had wrote in and they thought that it was that Dutch shit, you know, that, um, Zwart Pete or whatever yeah. that, that, um, festival they have every year where it's like a Santa and they do an actual face paint and shit. Yeah. She thought it was that, and it wasn't actually that. So um, the Belsnickel character is actually something totally fucking separate, and it's just, you know, celebrated at Christmas time. It's German, and uh, he's basically just a dirty traveler. Yeah. Yeah, it's not. That's what they explain. Yeah, it's not a black person. So, um, of course, anything that could possibly be interpreted mm-hmm. as, as blackface should be pulled. Yeah. But his was just like for him to look dirty. He, I remember I said it looked like he was in a chimney. Yeah, but um, it's it's actually not that. Like yeah. he's just it's it's a weird, creepy story. And in Europe, there's a lot of creepy um, 
characters for Christmas time. The characters time. were creep. I mean, on The Office were creeped out when Dwight was doing it. Yeah, I don't know if he went into like what the story is, but like mm-hmm. there's whoopings involved. And, yeah, like, he was hitting them and um, shit. The per- oh, okay. So yeah. what happens, that character like throws candy out and if the kids go after it too fast, he beats them with a switch. Yeah, he was giving them like thumbtacks and, and shit. Um, fucked up shit. And yeah, it's, it's fucked up. And there's also a demon. I forget the name. Um, It's with a K. But there's another European character that comes around at Christmas time, but he's not even human. He's a fucking demon. I'm he looks stick like with a Santa. He looks like a okay. devil, and he actually kidnaps kids and shit at Christmas and stuff that are like bad. There's a lot of very creepy, scary Christmas stuff in Europe that they would tell kids <laughs> just to get them to go to bed and like be good. Fuck, <laughs> it's very. But um, it's funny. I mean, we use Santa for that. Yeah, but he's not whooping them and shit and kidnapping them. Like, he's just maybe giving you coal, you know? Like, maybe you don't get good presents. Right. But um, these ones will fuck you up and, like, take you in the middle of the night from your family and shit. Like, there's very scary stories. But the Bell Snickel thing, it's funny because when I looked, when I researched it more, um, I remember because my grandma, she had, like, these old old they're still in the family statues um i always thought they were like elves or something they weren't (laughs) santas but they were like kind of like wore hats and like fur and shit like that um and some of them look like that bell snickle character and my grandma is german so it's possible that you know those could have because a lot of the shit came from her mom and stuff too um and it's possible that some of those are i'm gonna ask my aunt or my mom whoever has them now but um you should ask yeah they they look like that character (laughs) so Mm -hmm. it's like uh i was it's just funny reading about all the creepiness what is krampus i think it's krampus the the demon that one is the demon and he comes in like we'll take you in the middle of the night from your parents jesus christ so presents are the least of your worries like (laughs) are you gonna get beat with a switch or are you gonna get taken away forever Mm, you better like, brush yeah. your teeth and go to bed like a good baby here you just worry about socks yeah <laughs> yeah socks underwear right coal presents that suck yeah there you got bigger worries yeah fuck that so uh just wanted to i don't know mention that thank you for that knowledge yeah that's about all I got. We Me got a too. lot of uh, listener write-ins. So many I had to tell we've already talked about. Like, there's yeah. so many. And I'm like, it's there. Like, we've already gone over that. But, you know, yeah. um, there are some that we will mention in the next episode. Yeah. Yeah. Someone um, asked for some advice. It was kind of a downer. And it was about um, cutting off relatives and specifically her mother Mm. so that we'll need more time to kind of unpack that yeah yeah it's not like a quick mention so um we'll get we'll get to the ones that we do have um in in the next episode so that's it um thank you to everyone that has subscribed to our patreon thank you so much um we have some new names (laughs) of a bunch yeah do you want to start oh gosh i suppose you gotta Uh. show me which ones Okay, so these are all good, and this up, right? Mm-hmm. Sorry, give us a second. And, and then, then this from, up yep. is that. Yep. Okay. So I'll want to. You do that and that. Okay, so I'm apologizing ahead of time. <laughs> so many people I were laughing. So many at, Yeah. <laughs> so we got some right though. Yes. All right. So here we go. So new friends. 
Alexandra, Catherine, Melanie, here we go, Giglio, Sarah Pasco, I hope, Jessica Holland. <laughs> you better fucking hope. Fucking hope. Lisa, I like these ones. <coughs> the Crab. Okay. I appreciate it. I can read it. Cody, Tori Taylor, Shannon, Rebecca Valdez, Nichelle Perez, Misty Norton, Marley, Courtney Smith, Victoria Valdez, Sylvia Bell, Victoria, and then Aaron, Elizabeth Mertz, Kendra Adele, Angelica Munoz, and Arcelli. And then for friends that have seen me naked, we have <laughs> non-believer Savannah, Gabriella, Taja DeSoto. Oh, here we go. Lauren Moshenross. Oh, please let it be that. Aaron, Jeremy H, Prim, Abby, Brittany Foster, Steve Juarez, Kate, Teresa Cardonia, Morgan Bloom, Tyler G, Andrea, Natalia Dorazo, Melissa Lopez, Vanessa C, Justine Cooper, Jordan, Bianca Duran, Denise Cardonia, Angela Esquivel, and Lauren Hernandez. Thank you guys so much. I recognize so many of these names. I know. It's crazy. Um, I have friends that will bail me out. <laughs> uh, so you are close to the ultimate friend. <laughs> Juan Flores, Alejandra Zasueta, I believe. <laughs> Sarah Fortino, I know who that is for sure. Um, Bailey Fallis, Ellery, Raven, Mykilla, we know who that is. Mm-hmm. Um, Alina, Ree, Aaron Young, Diabla Bonita, uh, Ginger Turner, Ariana, Denise Galindo, Lil Juicy Boosie. <laughs> know who that is. <laughs> Caroline La Boisery, Alicia Shopshire. That's fun to say. Mm-hmm. Brittany, Jennifer Hardin, Jen, Jen. La, La Bruja. We know who that is. Mm-hmm. Roxanne Ritchie, Rachel, Bianca, Veronica Zamora, Jasmine, Lauren, Kristen Laform, Denise, Jessica Rector, no, Lala D, um, Illy. Jennifer Powell, Ben B, Simone, and Danielle Velasquez. You guys Thank you guys. Fucking rock. Dude. Thank you so so much. Um, and for all you guys, we have surprises coming. Um, a surprise a little later this week that you'll be happy about. So yeah, um, please continue to subscribe on iTunes, rate and review. Um, that helps us so so much. And yeah, just keep listening. We appreciate it. Thank you so much. Suck it easy. Go to bed. 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 Bed.